We're rolling. Hello, welcome to episode 8 of podcast Irish Couch Potatoes. And this week's episode is about My Bloody Valentine. But not the original like I wanted, but the 2009 remake that Ash wanted. You wanted this one as well. I'm alright with it. Uh, You're what? You're alright with it then? What? I mean, I watched Amityville Scarecrow at the same day, so I was like, (laughs) I'm okay. Um, okay, so we, we're we going to start with screen cleaning anyway, but... As we do. Um, the main film we're going to be reviewing is My Bloody Valentine. I said so, that. Yeah, if you haven't seen it or anything, it will be spoiler-filled when the time comes, so just keep that in mind. And um, yeah, so screen cleaning. All I have for screen cleaning basically is uh, our poor things review, yeah. right? We did our little mini our, review. Architectural Digest. Steve, <laughs> we did our potato chunk of potato chunk. poor things, yeah. And um, it's it's spoiler free, so like if you haven't seen it, Don't you can afraid. you can listen to it. But there was some things I forgot to mention in it, which I was kind of annoyed with myself oh. afterwards. Like I forgot to mention how great the music is. Like the mm. music is really good. It's by an artist who hasn't done music for like any film before and did an incredible job and it's it's a really big part of the film um like i know music in general obviously is a part of the film but this is really like it sets the scenes a lot of the time and Just, mood and everything like that so it was like a, a podcast i listened to one one time i didn't listen to one because of this happened i was like no but it was happened? like they were like reviewing goodfellas but one of them was taking the side of why it was good and it was taking aside like why it was bad, which I don't know how you could watch Goodfellas and say it was bad. But you won you won said start going on about the music in it and it's like, oh it's like the music it's like oh, the music is just taken over, like it was picked for that particular bit and the other guy's like, Well yeah, that's the whole point of like films is it's the music as well. So I just kinda of like, Okay, well this is stupid, so I'd stop listening. <laughs> yeah, that's a really bad argument. Mm-hmm. I won't be listening either. Um, and although we although, could end up probably doing that to some people's oh, favourite films so it's like hmm, oh, maybe you should have listened to one that you like had both views of that you also you dislike but also like maybe but yeah but they were doing a, a, a list of films that I, I like anyway so I was like I was never going to be on the bad side of it anyway also like the outfits and overall style of poor things as well I kind of I kind of mentioned that but it was more about the set design but like obviously I meant the whole thing of how it looked um, go see it for yourself yeah the only other screen cleaning I have is as well I mentioned the weird fan video of um the character that Robert Downing Jr. plays in Oppenheimer and the character of Cassie in Euphoria but I got it wrong. It wasn't like a ship. It was actually um, that they were the same person. So I didn't, I look, I'm just going to read this headline and we're going to leave it there because I didn't read this because I don't know if I, I want to read it. But it says, fans are convinced that Oppenheimer's Louis Strauss, is it Strauss? Strauss. Strauss has been re- reincarnated as Cassie from Euphoria. Okay, I've never seen Euphoria before. How in what way? I I literally don't know. Her? I I couldn't tell you. And I have seen Euphoria, and I have no idea. It's something to do with their birth dates. But what? but the thing is, Cassie is a fictional character. Like he well, he was a real person. Yeah. 
like obviously the character that Robert Downey Jr. was playing was a character but it was a character of a real person yeah so I'm very confused I will link it below if anyone wants to see it but um yeah really weird okay anyway <laughs> now I'm taking over no screen clean yeah because on the way back from work today I was listening to Emma and Sarah Jane's podcast and it radicalised me it radicalised <laughs> you I to the first 10 minutes and I'm radicalised now because they start getting into like all the shit about Palestine and stuff oh yes yeah. and remember, like this one Abby Jacobson is like doing stupid stuff over in Israel or something I'm like who the fuck says Abby Jacobson I'll punch her and it turns out it's the one from Broad City <gasps> So no. they were on about that, like, and your man from Stranger Things, well, the two of them from Stranger Things as well. Oh, the two of them from Stranger Things, fucking hell, but yeah. But as well, it was about idols. I, ha- oh, we were, we there were was, having this uh, conversation, yeah. They're on about, like, they're on the cover of Rolling Stones. Oh! And they had an interview with him, and they brought up the whole thing with Israel and Pal- Palestine, and he basically, basically just took no side, but said, like, oh, he's quietly doing his own thing which means he's doing fucking nothing what the fuck because uh, as Emma was saying in it that they're trying to break America so you know they can't <gasps> that's why yeah exactly that's why they so... can't do it which if you if you now I haven't listened to a lot of their new stuff just the singles that came out mm-hmm. but compared to like before before like Daniel Nadelko De- and Great and even what was the newer stuff Mod- what was Mother and Model Village Model Village yeah it's all very you know anti Tory and all that, like, and, it really uh, is. Love, love your fellow man, no matter yeah. if you be immigrant or not. And then, but like the new stuff, like, what's the, some of the new songs uh, called? It was Grace and Grace, and the one about the dancing one. The like, dancing it's about one. dancing Dancers, and love. It's yeah. not about like, pol- it's not po- political Literally, anymore. No, you know, I don't no. know if anything else have they released a new album. I don't know, think they've released it just yet. But like you can tell the Breaking America now they've changed, they've shifted focus. So of basically their... for anyone who doesn't know, Idols is a band from the UK and they're a kind of like a... Political would, punk. Yeah, you would hardcore. say punk, like, but it's rock, it's, it's hard, it's heavy and it's, I don't know, the singing is very interesting as well because it's not so much singing than shouting, but it's just, it's interesting. Mm. It's very good. Um... But I was saying to, to Steve, um, I was actually last week where I was like, I was saying I was getting annoyed because nothing, there's nothing up in the idols page about Palestine at all. Yeah. All they're doing is they're just constantly like putting up posts about their merch and about their new album, their new music, their new LP, their new, you can get this on vinyl, you can this, that, everything. And I was like, and everyone in the comments is like, please talk about Palestine. Can you post about Palestine? Yeah. Like, this is everyone in the comments. And then I have seen some other people commenting and saying, well, the lead singer that he is posting on his personal page, he's been to the marches and he's posting things about it. Now, I don't know how true that is because I haven't, I didn't go to his page to see that. You don't follow him, follow um, the band. I don't follow him. No, I follow the no. band. And um, I was kind of like, well, why isn't, but why isn't it on the band's page? And then that made me question if they did truly support it if all of the members supported it if they were choosing not to do it for some reason and now you obviously answered that question they were trying to break america and i didn't put that together Mm. and that's really fucking depressing yeah um just go listen to um bob villain i think that's isn't isn't the guitar someone them from like northern ireland i i and you think somebody who i don't know from northern ireland would like understand fucking genocide well, depends. Uh, depends if he's on the good side or the yeah British side. It is incredibly disappointing when all of these people are either being very quiet or mm. are not coming out. And that, like, we had Annie Lennox there. That was really 
brilliant really great of her but also it's the fucking bare minimum like come on everyone should be doing this yeah. do you know what I mean it's like yeah and I do wonder now come the awards come the Oscars if somebody doesn't fucking annihilate the Oscars yeah. with their support for Palestine I would be incredibly disappointed I want to see some dresses and tuxes in the colours of the Palestine flag and I well, or I don't care like if you want to wait until you get up and you're saying your speech like you know what I mean like yeah. Uh, it's going to make the news. Do you know what I mean? That's the thing and that's what's needed. Well, here's the, People again, need to know about this. You won't see fucking John Cusick in 10 miles of him because he wouldn't have been invited because oh, he's no, actually I won't. outspoken. Oh no, they won't. Yeah. John Cusack is amazing. Um, Go follow him. He's yeah, he been t- really t- speaking out for Palestine and it's amazing. He took down that fucking dickhead Michael Rappaport as well. Yeah. Months back. But I didn't know that about um Abby from Broad City. No, that's what Emma was saying in it. Like, that's so really disappointing. I don't know what happened after that. She's also on about like they were signing some stuff or that even what's her name I think she mentioned Don Don Porter oh, something like that signed something Don Porter I bought fucking <laughs> clothes that was like but she's related changed, to her she's changed because I think she's married to an Irish fella and, and he oh. was like you doing you stupid bitch oh yeah and so she's changed now and I think she's like given some money of her sales okay. to Palestine now, but, right okay but like yeah it's like like do that though do that like that's okay like if you if you were someone that went and signed an agreement to like not you know for it to be with Israel pro Israel or something like that and then you realise oh shit I made a big mistake come out and fucking say that yeah. like come out and say oh I'm really sorry I didn't look into that enough that's really shitty of me and you know say that what you support you truly support now you yeah. know what I mean and plus the, the mention on it too Emma and Sarah Jane uh, check out the podcast Murder Most Irish mm-hmm. if you like feminist rants and murder true crime. <laughs> 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 yeah they're really good and um, they're saying, yeah, about Vradkar over here now. Like, I, I didn't read anything about it. I just read the part where he, you know, the headline, like, oh, he didn't take the side of South Africa in their, their yes, case yeah, against Israel. Yeah, it's like, that's enough for me to know that he's a fucking cunt. Oh, he's anyway. a horrible, fucking horrible man. On, on his knees in front of the American Absolutely. companies that are fucking getting tax-free over here. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, apparently he, he said... Um, Oh, he's not sure if it was gen. It's if it's genocide. Oh, for fuck's sake! Like you're fucking Irish. Apparently, yeah. supposedly, you know supposedly. what a fucking genocide is. Our history is nothing There's but no, that. You don't need. You don't need. There, it's not a lot of insight to see what is happening. You don't need a lot of it. You can see it. It's not complicated. It's truly, truly not a complicated thing. No. Oh, but do you know what the cunt response is? Oh, what's October 7th? Is that genocide? Oh, when Hamas sake. attacked? No, yeah, it's no, not. Like, I can tell you right now, no. Yeah, yeah. Don't be an that's, idiot. Well, that's what everyone goes with. And then it's that thing of, oh, you're anti-Semitic and it's all of this thing. But that's all... Like, Israel wants all of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now, obviously, also, when we say Israel, there's an incredible amount of Israeli people who do not want this happening as well. You have to remember that. You know what I mean? This is all government and power and fucking bollocks and shit. Yeah. That's what it is. And there's only one side doing terrorism and Absolutely. The Palestinians, what can Hamas. they do? What can no. they do? Like literally right now, what can they do? Nothing. They can do nothing. They can't fight back. There's no Basically, fighting. All they can do there's, is, there is, never is has been. There's no. never there's never oh okay, well, look, we're going crazy. I'm gonna link Told you, she radicalized me. <laughs> I will be linking like things. I will have I've been trying to find like good links and things like that for Palestine because to be honest with you, giving money, it's not going to them because it's, it's getting stopped. They're Nothing's stuck. Getting get, 
things are getting stuck but there is people who have left who are are now kind of without homes and things who are out of it at the moment that do need help and i will link what i can that will be in our i've put it in our little link thing that we have we have that new card thing i made last mm. week so we have kind of a little uh, um a little website and I will add some things there. But yeah. And fuck Joe Biden, all those cowards over mm-hmm. there who won't fucking stand up to him or do anything. Yeah. Well, bastards. some of them are. I think a, a load of people at the White House were, like that worked at the White House, were yeah. protesting. Yeah. So like I will say but there's the, people there that are kind of, but like nothing will happen. Do you know no, what I mean? It's a, it, all, it all comes do down to anything. money. They're going to get more money out of this than, you know. Yeah. Than by letting fucking Palestinians live. Anyway, go listen to Murder Most Irish. Yeah. Go to our links and please keep yourself informed and annoy all of your celebrities because fuck them, they should be speaking out about this. Yeah. I don't vote Fine Gael or Fianna Fáil. <laughs> uh, I, I'm on the fence of Sinn Féin. I have to see what they're doing. But... <laughs> they're not great either, Steve. Yeah. Like It's not like we've got a fucking, you know, a great lineup. Anyway, look. Anyway. <laughs> we'll move on to popcorn. Hi, Colin. <laughs> What? Hi, Colin. Hi, Colin. Oh yeah, Colin. <laughs> yeah. Colin. <laughs> um. All right. All the happy stuff. So. All the popcorn. The great Carl Weathers. We have so. Oh yeah. Well, no, that's not happy. I wasn't gonna start <laughs> was, with that. I was gonna put it in the middle so that it like. <laughs> well done. But this is what happens when you don't share your. But you didn't let me talk. Me. <laughs> I know. I got in. Carl Weathers. <laughs> Carl, Maybe okay. you got yourself a stew going. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to tell people about Carl Weathers who don't know Carl Weathers? Carl Weathers is an actor. Well, he's an African American actor. Mm-hmm. And he was in. Oh, he's around a long time. A long time. He's in Rockies up to Rocky Four. He was in Predator, which is awesome. And many other things I can't think of. But then he turned up in Arrested Development. But you know the the meme of the two arms. Oh yeah, that's his arm. Yeah, yeah, that's him. It's that's like, him and Arnie. Yeah, it's him and Arnie. But do you remember the story before before he passed? Do you remember I sent you the TikTok of a Bill Hader and he used to be Arnie's PA? Oh my god, yeah, that was <laughs> so funny. Just, he was with, with, with Arnie. I can't remember if it was on the set of, but he started talking about Predator, and Arnie was just like. He brought in schnitzel for everyone. Schnitzel. And then he was just like, Jesse Ventura, he ate the schnitzel. <laughs> Carl Weathers, he ate the schnitzel. <laughs> I just got through the whole lot of them. Just naming each one and saying, he, <laughs> he ate, ate the, the schnitzel. schnitzel. Um, amazing. That's that's the kind of stories you yeah. I, I would love to have. and But I love to hear as well. Yeah. Um, We are very sad about him because... He just always would pop up in Mandalorian. Things. That was the last, yeah. Yeah, The Mandalorian is one of my like favorite shows of all time. I love it so much. He is in it. He's great. Yeah. Like he, it was so great to see him show up in it. And I just, it's just sad. And he was going to be at the, he was going to be at the Dublin Comic Con. Oh yeah. I would lo- like. That's one of those things where like when I look at the Dublin Comic Con and I see like the people that are going to be there and I'm like, oh, I'd love to like get a signed thing or meet them. And then I'm like. Would I know? <laughs> How awkward is that? You're paying to like see the person. Yeah. I don't know. It's very awkward, isn't it? Although I've done it in yeah. the past. Who I did it. To see? I did it for my favorite murder. Oh yeah. Yeah, and murder, we saw yeah. Karen and Georgia, and they were really lovely. Mm. And then we there was someone else. I thought we had saw somebody. Um. 
No, no. we never really paid for like any VIP oh, no, type we, of things. No, we won. The, we won. You won the competition. We won uh, competitions. We won't talk about that because that was just. <laughs> Amon and Mart are absolutely lovely. They're so nice, but oh my god, I'm so sorry for that meeting. It was, <laughs> it was so awkward and terrible. But anyway, um, Dublin yeah. Colin Kong, I'll link it below because they have like they have a great lineup of different people. They have, mm. um, like all different from from not just from films and TV shows, but from video games and stuff like that. People who do voices and yeah, it just um, yeah, they were gonna have Carl Weathers there. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, he passed, so he's not gonna be there. And that's sad. Yeah. Yeah. People would have like maybe would have met him and now they won't. Yeah. Sad times. Okay. Have you eaten happier now? <laughs> yeah, I do. We have we've just found out that there's gonna be um Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey <laughs> two. <laughs> we found out there's gonna Even be a honier. sequel. So I don't know if everyone listened to our last one, which you should because you know I mean I don't know. I I'm both like or oh, maybe if I listened back to it in future it'll be funny or whatever but i don't know if it was that funny it was just a really terrible film <laughs> and i don't know if our review was funny or anything like that you know i just don't know but look we reviewed the first one and they're making a sequel i don't know how i don't know where they're getting the money for this i know nothing but the, yeah they have, they have more characters turning up in this apparently so we can see how it goes it does leave it open ended so the sequel anyway, but. the sequel basically is it says it's going to be out in twenty twenty four, which this year. <laughs> how could it be out this year when it's only been? Oh, they've already filmed that. Okay, um, Pooh and friends leave the yeah. hundred acre wood road trip to take their fight to the quiet community of Ashdown. So basically, they're coming out of the forest. I'm guessing. Mm. Will, um, it, will it be road trip kind of like of a? Devil's Rejects. And I see here Tigger is going to be in it. <laughs> and Owl. And Owl. So, yeah, I mean, they're really, yeah, they're stepping up their game. But I I do not want to watch it, okay? Oh. I'm just going to say that. But you you're probably going to make me watch it. It'll be next year's worst of 24. Oh, God almighty, you probably will, won't it? <laughs> oh, damn it. I'm holding out hope Something that will beat it. There, there'll be a zombie Eeyore rises from the grave. Oh no, no. Yeah. No, I can't yeah. say. I was gonna nearly spoil something there, but not that it didn't matter. <laughs> anyway, oh, and good news, right? Well, we have actually no. I'll end with the good news. I have this. This just came up. This is all over the news at the moment. A big thing happened. Um, do you know your man that is in Saltburn? That is not Barry. The Jacob. Yeah, whatever. Jacob. El Elordi 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 yeah um did you see that he was involved in an alleged assault in Australia no so I was like what's this about right and I clicked the link and it just basically said that there was there's this basically in Australia there's a a radio show called the Kyle the Kyle and Jackie O show right Australian radio but he he was in Australia and he was approached by the producer of that radio show, mm. Joshua Fox. And Joshua went up and asked asked him if um, he could have some of his bat water because um, Jackie, oh, that one of the presenters would really love it. 
and originally i there is like foot there is like footage you can or not footage like sound yeah. of um jacob like responding to this and he's very polite and very nice and everything like that but then he kind of he asks um your man fox would he stop filming please and um to delete the footage right but then it escalated right this is the words of your man fox i refuse I refuse to basically stop recording because I feel uncomfortable right now and this is the only evidence. Uh, Sorry, you went up to him. <laughs> you right. approached him and you felt uncomfortable. And then he said, and then Jacob kind of just flips and he kind of pushes me against the wall and his hands are on my throat. So the police apparently involved. But Jacob's a big lad. Who nobody he? was hurt, by the way. Just to put that in there. But what I am loving is the discourse of this. What everyone on Twitter like has their you know opinions. But the main thing is right. Americans in the replies, they're basically saying cancel him. He's problematic. He's the new Ezra Miller. Um, but the Australians in the comments are like. Oh, it was the Kyle and Jackie. Oh, it was the Kyle and Jackie O show. His reaction was completely justified and understandable. So they know that the radio show probably does this all the time. <laughs> yes. Just, yeah. And someone else said, um, for the non-Australians, it's important to note that even if the Kyle and Jackie O show producer wasn't acting like a complete and utter creepy prick. So that's saying a lot. Um, Jacob would have been justified in fighting him purely on the basis that he's on a Kyle and Jackie Osho producer. So that says an awful lot. So yeah, it, it basically seems like he does this all the time, records I, I'm sure I'm sure the the edit had out of context as well. Oh yeah. Be like, oh he was doing nothing. I was like saying hi, I like Jane Saltburn and then he just punched me. Um yeah, like I, I genuinely want to know what the hell is this show like? What is going on? I know mm. nothing about this show. I've never heard of it before. But obviously it was some kind of prank thing that went really wrong. And it was just that the fact that your man like is being incredibly polite um, about like just please don't film me or whatever. Like it's his right to not want to be filmed or whatever. Yeah. And then for your man to be so aggressive. But the other thing is we only have one side. There's nothing yeah. more. It's all what your man is saying. So I will be interested to know what like happens um, with that. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure the footage hasn't been edited before it was released. Uh, no, there was only, see, there was only, it was only the beginning part. Right. To when um, he says hello to him and stuff. And then after that, you don't hear anything. Okay. He oh, hasn't right. released that. Okay. You see, so that's that's the thing. It's too busy on iMovies. That's what's, that's, yeah, that's what's interesting. Okay, we've got, one bit of news left. Oh. Um, I'm very excited about this. Um, the Coen brothers, they're making a horror film. Oh, yeah. This is news to me. When did this so, come out? So uh, this came out, Um, this it says here it came out on January the 30th. So. Oh, it came out? Or the um, news came out? No, no, the news came out. Right. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And I haven't actually heard much about it since. Um, and it's just very, it's very surprising that there hasn't been a lot of news. So um, there was an interview and that they said that basically they had written the script and they plan to direct it soon. And they said, this is a quote, it's a pure horror film and it gets very bloody. If you like Blood Simple, I think you'll enjoy it. Now, Blood Simple is, if you like Blood Simple. It's a film. 
It's a film, is it? It's their film, yeah. Oh, wait. I was just going to say because it's it's capitalised, but I've never heard of Blood Blood Simple. One of their early ones. Yeah, it must I be. I think Gary Byrne is in it, possibly, if I'm thinking of the right Blood one. Simple. Oh, so is that a horror? Uh, Francis, not horror. Your one is kind in of it. thriller, is it? Okay, I have to stop for a second. Steve. Oh my God, I'm actually, I'm going to... It's not going to affect anything. I know, I'm going to have an absolute meltdown. I literally, I've been holding it in. <laughs> Keep this in. I've been holding it in since we started recording. I'm so but angry. Like, you have it here on the table. Like, no, where you keep, my feet? you keep hitting it. You keep shaking it. Every no, time. It's my it's foot sh- down here. Leave your feet away from it. I my can't. feet aren't. Yeah, you're, well, push yourself you're back right. then. You have like stuff and uh, get your feet in. But stuff in you my move way. away. You also keep hitting me with your knee. You're touching yeah, me with I your knee. To... Get your knee away from me. Okay. <laughs> Knee get away. You also keep doing this. I'm fidgety. Leave me alone. You, this is what you keep doing. You're I, the one I will this. listen. I will listen back to this and that's all I'll hear is you fidgeting that You're things. the one. You, you kicking you things. Watch, you watch fucking TikToks of people playing like tapping away at, at stuff and squishy foam things. That, and then I'm a little fidgety. It's, it, you, you go psycho like. <laughs> yeah, because Jesus Christ. Keep your bits to I'm yourself. I'm doing this now because I have a lot to do for the last minute or two. And, and also, you've left your phone down there. Yeah. Which will send vibrations over to here again which we've had this problem with and you keep you tell me not to leave it over here. It's over there. Buzzing. It's not keep buzzing. I got it one message like fucking 25 minutes keep ago. Keep it in your pockets or something. Keep it in your pants. Keep it away right over now. There, move right. your knee away from me. Stop. Let Turn me... yourself around or something. Well, now where are you going? I see the blood simple is there. Uh, yeah, there it is. Oh, right. Take it down. Where is it? Let me see it. Ooh. Well, if it was too hard to get, you could have left yeah, it. Son, it was just this was in the way. Oh. Oh yeah, it looks it looks so um from a long time ago. You a should long time ago. you should take a picture of that and post it on our Instagram. Ah, you do it. You have it there now. Everyone would well, love that. Remember, I you have to do it, not mm. me. So you get to like take the picture and put it up. Okay, we'll do that later. Um, I never heard of this, but um, Francis. Frank Frank. Francis McDormand. Francis McDormand is in it. I'm just so right. annoyed. And you're still I know I'm near it. Shut up. You're still in it. Anyway, she is in it. And there's a lot of other known people in it too. But the main guy. I don't know the main guy. Do you? Is he the main one? What's Ray? his name? Um, John Getz. Dan Hedaya. He's the dad in Clueless. Uh, yes. And but you're and him. Emma Walsh. Uh, yeah, he's in it. He's not, we know him too. We know him um, too. Then after that, there's not really much. Oh, she's so young. Oh, my God. It's from 1984, I should mention. So, like... 84? Yeah. 40 years old this year. Oh, my God. I was going to say it was probably from the, it was from the 90s. Wow. So, the, it says here that the synopsis is the owner of a seedy, a seedy small town Texas bar discovers that one of his employees is having an affair with his wife. A chaotic chain of misunderstanding, lies and mischief ensues after he devises a plot to murder them right so it's a dark comedy crime drama thriller mm. right so it must be bloody then well in the 80s when you could like go into a shop and buy squibs as many as you wanted i'll just add that to my watch list oh that that's way better cover than this one yeah well that's an old dvd shut up i know but it's still i suppose it's a, it's what, a good, what am i thinking of with gary burn i thought it was that and that one. Oh, is he i in don't that know gary burn he is he is in something of theirs. 
Yeah, maybe it's the maybe it's the Barton Fink one. He definitely or, no, it's Miller's, Miller's Crossing. Crossing. Yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say I saw it there and I was like, no, he's in Miller's Crossing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There he is. There he is. There he is. Okay. Um. Yeah. Basically, they're gonna be making a horror film. Oh yeah, I suppose we should probably say who the Coen Brothers are. I feel like what we went into that. Not. I yeah. Coen Brothers are definitely what? somebody that everyone should know. Um. They're Look, we don't basically expect you to what watch to say. Blood simple. They're Joel and Ethan Cohn and they have made a lot of films and a lot of very um very prominent awesome. important films. Yeah. Like um Fargo. Uh, Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski. <laughs> Why did that come out of my mouth all wrong? <laughs> um basically they did No Country for Old Men as well, which oh, I wow. oh, absolutely love that one. Um so many there's just it's endless. Um and they've like But they have have they in recent years they've kind of like they've been producing a lot of things I just but like I, I think they've kind of haven't made anything together yeah not since maybe what's the one the last Hail Caesar that's yeah I should have mentioned that because I know that. one of them who, I can't remember whichever is the husband of Francis McDormand did the uh, Macbeth with Denzel Washington in it as well mm. But like, yeah, it wasn't the brothers. It was just him. It was just him. So sometimes it's them and sometimes it's... Yeah. And I was going to say, I was just going to say there when you mentioned it, I was like, I thought they broke up. But no, I'm thinking of the Judas Safdie brothers. The, yes. Did, um... I got out of my head. Uncle Gems. They're, Uncle Gems. And, and Benny Safdie was in Oppenheimer. Uh, yes, he was, yeah. They've kind of they've gone kind of, the separate ways. Yeah. Now, I, I, I they've split so. a bit. Yeah. yeah. But, um, well, like, I don't think they should announce that either because it's not like they're splitting. It's just that they're doing separate things for a while. Mm. I mean, the Coen brothers do that all the time. So it's kind of like, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, that is great news. And I can't wait to find out what that film is going to be. And I can't wait to find out, like, what the violence is going to be like and stuff because I feel like we've been just missing that. I've been missing watching kind of films that just have needless kind of not needless violence because like it's important to have it but you know fun because they do fun but they do hard they do hard like like oh that's violent do you know what I mean well like yeah like like one actually no there's a couple of bits in Fargo like, like we all know we oh all we all know, know the, Fargo yeah um, but, but like, like any, even no country like for all men like everyone was getting shot but yeah. it, like, it was but everyone was getting shot like <laughs> it was like real like they got shot yeah. it was nasty it wasn't just action it's kind of like what's his name is it John John Hillicourt oh yeah John Hillicourt his, his, yeah. the violence in his is like it's not over the top it's kind of it's realistic but it's kind of oh it, it like this is it this is what's going to happen yeah you know, if you get shot like this, 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 this is, is what would happen. Realistic, and it's you know worse than just putting like the bucket of blood. Gritty is not the word for it. It's just yeah, it's something else. Or altogether. even um, Ari Aster. Ari Aster. Oh yeah, like, the, yeah. The violence in his. Is, oh, it's it's uh, worse oh. than the you know. It's, you know, you watch your editor. You're like at the end of it, you go, Jesus Christ! But then you remember like the first five minutes. That's yeah. like the most yeah, a horrible part. Nearly like yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, okay. Where midsummer or hereditary? Oh uh, no, you said hereditary. No, I meant midsummer. Oh, but you that but fit, you it fit for it hereditary. Yeah, That's really actually. weird. But you're right about midsummer more so. No, you're not right about midsummer. Uh, midsummer. Oh fucking hell! You're not right about that either because there's a lot of violence towards the end of that. There is, but like, do you know where it kind of goes into the dreamy fantasy? Yeah, is it? Isn't it? But in the beginning, yeah. 
in the first the beginning that was yeah in the first oh. part of the of his films is like yeah, just it is a lot setting reality anyway, basically uh, that's just a lot of mumbling nobody will even understand what we're talking about huh. um Will we let everyone know before we start into the review of my buddy Valentine? Will we let every know everyone know what we're gonna be reviewing? Okay. Um. So basically, we have February lined you can up. Get ahead. Yeah, my bloody Valentine. It's we a did, month of romance. We didn't let people know that we were gonna be watching it, and we probably should have, but we hadn't an idea of what we were gonna do. So we decided to pick kind of <laughs> Valentine. Do you think we planned this? Type things. <laughs> well, we should. Um. So if you want to watch these films, um, then you can listen to our episodes and. Because they're going to be spoiler filled, obviously. So our next film that we're going to be watching next week is Past Lives, which is a new film. Um, and honestly, I don't know a lot about this. We were talking. I was talking to this. It was nominated for a lot of Oscars, and I was talking to Steve about this. And the way that it is marketed, um, it's just that like it's a love story kind of thing. But I think the story of it is that there's two people who meet. There used to be. Uh, yeah friends when they were kids and when they moved away and now they like reconnect that they're older yeah and, and like that just there. sounds very normal like i think she is in a relationship or something like that so the kind of I'm kind of wondering is it supposed to be like oh she she's either has to stay in her relationship or pick this new guy and that to me just sounds very i don't i know this is terrible but that sounds very plain jane i am just not into that <laughs> at all but because people are saying how good it is I kind of yeah, want to know. Something else there. there must be something going on. So we're basically we're going to be watching that, um, and then after that we're going to be watching Bottoms. Bottoms. Uh, we will be watching and reviewing it. So I honestly don't know what this is about. This was out last year, and it basically says two unpopular queer high school students start a fight. You can't club. say that word. Yeah, online. I can. No, you can't. Yes, what the fucking oh words you've been saying? I and mean, queer is. A good word. Um, they start a fight club to have sex before graduation. So really weird. Um, but looks really good. And your one is in it from the bear. The great Irish. Oh, actress. the Irish actress. Yes, 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 yes. And I've seen her and stuff. Uh, Rachel Sennett. She has been in. She was in that body, bodies, bodies, wasn't she? Yeah. She's been in other kind of recent like the bodies 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 indie like movies bodies, bodies bodies anyway bottoms if anybody wants to watch it too and then we're ending the month with the lobster which okay. i'm very excited about so obviously we we watched poor things um but we haven't seen anything by your your Yorgos Lanthimos. we haven't seen anything else by him and we decided to pick the lobster because it's basically about a man trying to find a woman, basically. Um, that's all I'm going to say because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Um, that's all I'm going to say. Okay. I um, but it's it's a dark comedy. It's a dark romance. It's dystopian sci-fi. It's kind of set in a, a other kind of world, like in a dystopian future kind of thing. And um, this is the one where I feel you really if you want to watch any of these films watch that one because i think it'll be a good interesting review and we really can't say anything about it rachel vice is in that one yeah yeah we really can't say anything about it until we watch it and spoiler yeah. it so wait okay. till the end of the month yeah now let's get to my bloody valentine hooray now so this film was out in what 2006 nine 
Oh, why do I keep saying six? Because you're looking at it upside down. I know I'm not. For some reason, <laughs> I keep thinking. Right, so it was out in 2009, which is insane. I would have been uh, 19. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you too. Um, why isn't it coming up? Oh, no, it's because I'm putting there. Oh. So anyway, this film uh, came out in 2009. Also in the same year was, so Agent Sam... Sam, Dean, which one is it? It's Dean. Every time I, I tell you, it's remember Dean. Which you is can't which. remember which is which, Steve. I can't. Basically, I remember when, like, because this was big. This was a big deal because, really? um, oh, in the in the supernatural community. Oh, are you kidding me? That this community. was big deal. Um, like a huge deal at the time because can the community tell the difference between the two of them? Jensen Eccles was in this. Yes, because I can, Steve. I'm just going to call... They're very different. Okay, I'm going to differentiate them by Soldier Boy and Gilmore Girl. Uh, yeah, but the thing is, uh, in Gilmore Girls, oh, he's called Maybe Dean. that's where I'm getting confused I think maybe then. that might be where you're getting confused. Maybe, but he's Gilmore so, Girls Jared now. So, Padalecki, I think that's how you say his name. He, he's called Dean in Gilmore Girls, but he's Sam in Supernatural. He's not in this movie. It's Jason Eccles, that's, Jensen Eccles that's in this. And, um, yeah. It's from. Yeah, but in the same year, uh, the Friday the Thirteenth came out with, with Gilmore Girls. With Gilmore Girl, he was in that one, and it mm. came out in the same year. And both films have mines. Like, Do they? Oh yeah. Oh, the stupid fucking thing to point to Friday see, the Thirteenth. The thing is, how did Jason get around so fast? Uh, he had tunnels dug. When the oh. fucking time do you get through that? Like, wait, I thought it was in a cabin. I remember specifically. Oh, there's a cabin or something there, but cabin. like. They go around the place and he, do you know the way, like, in the 80s, the serial killers always, like, they're, like, a mile behind you and suddenly they're beside you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or something. So they decided, like, oh, we better write this in because nobody's going to believe. Oh, that he can do that. But, yeah, that the whole that point is you're supposed to believe that he's supposed thing. to be scary. He's a different, he's a, you know, he's yeah. a horror character. Anyway, look, we're talking about My Bloody Valentine. Anyway, I just want to say there was the link there, like, the two of them were in horror films, both remakes of 80s horror films mm-hmm. in the same year. Um, so Supernatural is one of my favourite TV series Why are we get on the Supernatural? Uh, I was on Tumblr at the time So oh like it was God, major big Tumblr. things happening over Tumblr's there. back too And um, yeah well I'm, I'm on Tumblr again But it's, <laughs> it's kind of dead It's not There's not really much happening there uh, It's not like the good old days of oh. Supernatural And Sherlock and stuff um, Okay anyway So I don't know this director Patrick Lucier. Lucier. I've heard of him. Like, if you look through his stuff, I've probably seen a lot of his. Drive Angry. Oh, wow. That's the one with Nicolas Cage. Uh, yeah. yeah. Dracula 2001. Is that oh with uh, Dominic Purcell? That was him. Is uh, that that one? Who? Dominic Purcell from Prison Break. Um, Jared Butler. Oh, Jared Butler one. Sorry. Yeah. I was wondering. No, Dominic Purcell played Dracula in something. Did he? Yeah. No, this is the Jared Butler one I know. Okay. Um, Drive Angry, Mavity Valentine, White Knight, Red Eye. I remember Red Eye. Well, I thought it was Wes Craven. I thought that was as well. But oh, he was the editor. Oh, Sorry, right. I hate when that does that. Okay, look, we don't really know look. him. Anyway, so the original. You want to tell people about the original? Because I don't know anything about the original. I don't know anything about the original. <laughs> okay, fine. So that's so good. You know at least when the original was out. 1981. Okay, it was out in the 80s and this is a remake of that. Yeah, so now, I- when this came out, it was in 3D. And I was very excited about this because I actually found that you can buy the no. D- 3D. You can buy the 3D 
DVD online on eBay and it comes with the glasses, no. the 3D glasses. And I was Why? so excited about this and Steve will not let me buy it. Tell me, tell I, me I this. I want to watch it in 3D. Tell me this. You, you've watched it. Yeah. Would you watch it Absolutely. again? Absolutely. No, you would I not. I would. It's see the, 3D. the shelf. You would never open that I, box. I would. You'd never, never. But look, I emailed the person on what? eBay that was selling them and they said they can't be sure if the 3D glasses are with them. So now... I'm left. Why can't they be sure? Tell them to open the feckin' thing. I don't know. I just, Aren't they selling them? I don't know if they're in the same place. Jesus. Or what. Um, Ask for his feckin' supplier then. <laughs> okay. It's not even him selling it. <laughs> Stop getting so angry with this. You don't even want it. I know I don't want it. I don't, even, I don't want it even more now. What the hell? <laughs> anyway. Okay. Anyway. So do you want to tell people how it starts? Seeing it as starts you've got such a great memory. At the beginning. Yeah. Do you remember? Good play. Yes, I remember. We watched it two days ago. How am I going to forget? Yeah, but I wrote my notes and you wrote nothing. Yeah, I don't write things down. Okay, tell me then. Like a nerd. Jesus, I just forget things like a cool person. Tell people then. I tell the people then. Okay, so it starts, uh, what's it say? It's 1998. Okay. And there's been like a, a, a mine collapse or an explosion or something to mine and some people have been killed and they blame... Um, Soldier boy, because he didn't like vent the, the the lines or something like this, and then but then it turns out like it wasn't his fault. They were all murdered by this man. Can't remember his name though. Do you Harry, name? Harry Mandrake. It was just Harry. I don't know. He had a second name, alright. Yeah, but they just called him Harry. No, they called him by his fun name. They didn't. They just they said did. Harry. Fine, whatever. Harry. This one because all the bodies were found with like pickaxes. Pickaxe holes, what you call it, in their heads <laughs> and whatever else. That would do it. That would make um, you, like, suspicious. <laughs> but then what happened to your man? He was in a coma then. Right. And then one year later, in the hospital, he wakes up. And as you do, like, you know, when, you, know, you fall asleep and you're after killing somebody, you wake up and you're like, I'm going to kill again. And so he kills all the people. But like that, I will say, it's a very messy opening. Like, I don't know... It is messy. <laughs> ...why... Well, it's messy in more ways than one. But I don't know why they took this idea of, first of all, there being a, a mining accident, right? That in itself is... Yeah. So so that we can look at um Jen, Jensen Eccles and be like, oh, you know, poor him, he got blamed. When really this man killed people. But there was an explosion also. Yeah. And... Then for him to go into a coma and n- not Jensen now. This is the, is he upset? the Harry, the Is he upset man. that the explosion stopped him from killing everyone? Or I Maybe thought, did, they, did it make him kill them? Nah. No, he hadn't them killed before this, had he not? Don't know. You but see, I... you said that he killed them. But now I'm doubting it because I remember when the explosion happened. Yeah, it shows it happening. Yeah, and he hadn't killed anyone. No, but then like, how, how you, you know. I thought he was went he just into trapped the down coma. there and decided, ah, I'm going to kill these bodies. He went into a coma then. Yeah, but he still he killed He didn't kill anyone he in did. the mines. He did. Did he? Yeah, that was the whole thing. It was like, he was the one that killed them. It said it, innit? Uh, no. Which, now, who are you talking about? The, the, Harry. Let's get the names right, okay? Harry's the older man who works in the mine. Yeah. And Tom is Jensen Eccles. Soldier boy. Who, yeah, we'll just call him Tom so that we're clear. Um, 
he's also working in the mines. Yeah, he's the son of the owner of the mine. Okay. Yeah, and I remember the part, like, is the news is saying, like, oh, there's been an explosion, and he, Soldier Boy, was being blamed for it. But then, like, after that, it, it, it says that all the miners were found killed with, with holes in, you know, the pickaxe. Oh. So it was your man that did it. And then um, then the explosion must have happened or something. Um, I... Then he ended up in the coma. Okay, I'm going to read <laughs> the plot. Oh my God. Because I'm confused. Okay. Watched it. <laughs> On Valentine's Day 1997. Did you say it's eight? I said, yeah, it's eight. It's in seven here. Six miners are trapped underground by an explosion. Okay. Right? By the time the rescues reach the miners, they find only comatose Harry still alive. Further investigation re- reveals that Harry killed the other miners to conserve oxygen. Okay. Oh, I ne- oh, he's not didn't a bad cut guy this then. at all. So basically, he didn't want to die. He killed the rest of them. Okay, so he could have basically went mad, mad. Like he, you know what I mean? Doesn't sound mad to me. That sounds like well, I mean, a logical thing. No, to do. it's not logical, but. It, it's kind of what you would do in a time like that. You would go insane and just be like, okay, if I'm going to stay alive, I'm going to kill everyone else and get the air. Is that insane though? That is insane. That's that literally is the not, definition no, of that's, that's going survival. insane. That is survival. That's not survival. It's that literal is, murder. No. A proper way to do it would be like to try you'd and have, get out. them to make it or, seem like, Jesus oh, Christ. Okay, I'm not, I'm not arguing this. <laughs> right. So Tom, son of the mine's owner, is blamed for the explosion as he forgot to vent the whatever okay. that caused the collapse. Right, yeah, okay, okay. Right, we've cleared that up. That is not explained very well at the beginning. It's no. rushed really quickly, and then suddenly he's get waking up from a coma, Harry, that is, and he's sitting out with the bed, and he attacks the nurse and everyone in there. Now, you don't see the attacks, don't you, mm, not in the hospital? No, you don't. You don't see this attacking, but you see the aftermath. When Tom Atkins... Yeah, Tom Atkins. We are very happy Turns to see Tom Atkins. Why do I have such a hard time with names? Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins. Um, do you want to tell people about Tom Atkins? Tom Atkins is awesome. He's in Halloween Tree Season of the Witch. <laughs> we have to watch out and review that. Because he's, a good movie. he's like, what, 40, 50 years oh, old? Yeah, yeah. He beats this 20 year old girl and we had like two days and they're, they're like banging like. Yeah. I was like, you know what, if I and was her and was he, he was though? he was Tom Atkins yeah I, 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 I do it too how old was he when he was making that though I don't know he might have been but he's in the fog 50. as well and he bangs Jim Lee Curtis away can hours you stop of saying that there. but he does oh, Jesus Christ <laughs> he does wait is it Halloween 3 yeah um Halloween 3 why is it bringing up a weird film is there another Halloween 3 yeah, but Halloween ends. Okay, that's weird. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. okay. Right, we have Tom Atkins. Okay, this came out in 1982. You do the maths. This is right? Season of the Witch, yeah. And he was born in 1935. 35, uh, he is 47. He was 47 when that film was made. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, forty-seven. Yeah, okay. And how? Who's the other one in it? Uh, is her name Ellie? Is this her? Yeah, I think this yeah, is I her. Yeah, that's her. Um, she was born in nineteen fifty-nine. Well, there you go. It's already. 
30 30 <laughs> sorry no 20, 40, 20, 20, 24 20, years oh Jesus between them so yeah, yeah. okay it was it was different in anyway, the 80s apparently but he's Tom Atkins <laughs> and he's in also a very hard film to find because well, I, I have it there on Blu-ray I got it so oh, it's not so too hard, hard but you got it I got it but it used to be hard to find Night of the Creeps Night of the Creeps no that's very popular now I say it popular oh yeah Night of the Creeps constantly comes up on like my social media things does it yeah does it come up on mine it's very it's good like nobody... Trip, I found you got you that, that t-shirt yeah so like yeah but I still, I still think it's cult it's not that cult well anyway Tom Atkins is awesome okay and he's in it and he he, he hospital and hospital. it's yeah, so bloody walk, walk in the hospital there's like a guy torn in half like <laughs> his, chopped right down his top half is on the bed his legs are on the ground <laughs> but I I'm confused what weapon did he have I don't know did he use a scalpel his hands like what I don't understand what he was supposed to have used I think he was trained in very um rare form of martial arts and he was able to just chop through people at the edge of his hand but also didn't he leave chocolates there oh yeah he did co- with, with, with a, a human heart in it with a human in heart in it he, the box of chocolates that are in the heart shape with the human heart in it he somehow chopped up all the those people and then more people out in the hallways oh he killed everybody in the hospital okay how did he do that and where did he get the chocolates because it was Valentine's and they were sitting around Okay, look, I don't, I don't know. I'm very confused. <laughs> um, okay, and then we cut to a party in the mines. Party in the mines. First of all, why is there a party in the mines? Well, where else are you going to have a party? Well, somewhere that's not the mines that exploded. Well, you know, you you think to be safe now. So Tom, who is Jensen Eccles, he has like a really bad PSD. You can you can tell he's got really bad PTSD. Like it's just. He's nervous. He doesn't want to go into the mines, and his girlfriend is like, "He'll be okay. Are you sure you'll be all right?" And um, anyway, the friends all go in, but then somehow they've all wandered off alone at the same time, which confuses me. Yeah, when your one goes in, it's like, where, where the music is gone. Yeah, there was music, right? There was. Oh yeah, there was. Yeah, and the music gone, and everybody's split up, and so she's wandering around the mines. Oh, and yeah, this is in 3D, so there's parts in it where it's like, oh, that's 3D. Oh, yeah, you can, like, really tell that they made it for the 3D, Mm. which I kind of loved that, though, because it was like they were purposely adding in these shots, so it just makes it look so strange and but funny, but kind of good at the same time. But it's like um, Friday the 13th Part 3 was in 3D back in the 80s. And you can oh. see the points and that. I think he fight, shoots a yes. spear gun. Yeah, yeah, I remember like. that. Yeah. But in that too, they have like an eye. So. But there's tons in this though. Oh, there is. I there. remember the Friday 13 one and there's not as many as this. This was like every, nearly every time. Yeah. The amount of shots of when he had the pickaxe pointed at the camera. Mm. Uh, yeah, like kind of. Uh, yeah, it's it's a lot. So anyway, it the bit that you're going to. So, but but on on three D, like, what's what's the appeal of a, a pickaxe just coming out at you? It's you supposed I mean? to it's... be kind of like frightening, I suppose. Like, um, yes. like he's pointing it at you, like three D. You never were into the three D things. I no. was. I loved three D, original three D. I loved it. It really worked mm. for me. As a, but then I was the right target at the time. I would have been a teenager. 
I would have been young and then a teenager around the time of 3Ds. But then when it got into that um, time with just the, the... I don't know what the mechanics of 3D is, but when it changed to you just having to wear the sunglasses type one, that 3D isn't the same. Don't get me started on that. It's, it's like, not the same thing. We're going to make this fucking dull as shit fucking picture and, the, the only, and make you wear sunglasses in it too. The only time that was ever really brilliant was when we went to see Jurassic Park in 3D in the IMAX yeah that was stunning that was done so well and it was clearly done like it was clearly rendered and made and fixed up for the 3D but a lot of other films are just shite, shite they're complete shite um, I would add Avatar to that Avatar was so bad in 3D I don't care what anyone says it was terrible it gave me an awful headache and I like I never had any reaction like that to any 3D type of things and yeah I just hate that new 3D I like the old ones that's why I wanted to I'm glad it died out that's why I wanted this to see this in 3D and the proper old you know the the filter the green and the red or blue and red I think it can sometimes be green or sometimes blue just watch Friday Turn Part 3 or Nightmare on the Street Freddy's dead Get your 3D fixed up. Freddy's dead. Anyway, there's an eyeball. We get we get to see oh, an he, eyeball. Yeah, he the first the first kill you one turns around and your man's like, oh, what do do? and then uh he puts the pickaxe through the back of his head and it pushes out his eye on the end of the pickaxe and it comes out at you. Now, that is great. You That'd be great. That's great. Yeah, but Friday the thirteenth part three did it where he squashed a man's head and the eyeball flew out. Okay, so you were rather <laughs> you would have rather the squash than the pickaxe. No, I'm saying it's good, I'm just saying like Okay. Um, and then all of the kills after this are all in 3D they're all like set up Mm. to be 3D like where he 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 has the shovel and he puts the shovel in your one's mouth and then like chops her head off with it but that's set up so that you can kind of see her 3D head slide a bit slide down the shovel (laughs) but better than fucking um, what was it that got off of Clash of the Titans with um Sam, oh. one character, Worthington. I've never seen... I've never oh, actually seen uh, that. Like, well, you know, Mads Mikkelsen is in it too. But that is one... Is he? Yeah. But that was like shot. That was made. And then they decided, oh, look, 3D's big. Let's go... Oh, yeah. Put this they in post. That. So it makes... It, it was pointless. <sighs> they did that to so many films. Just so to, many So films. they could sell you it on the 3D yeah. and make more money out of it. Didn't you do that with the original tour as well? Could have. Didn't they? Did remember. we not go see it? Not in 3D. I think it was one of the Hobbits in 3D, wasn't it? It was something. It was something weird that just was not filmed in 3D, that was not meant to be 3D, and they just shoved it on it. Oh, yeah. it was well, an awful time. A terrible time. And it really faded out, I have to say. Good. Anyway, um, this is then when we get the like the pickaxe action of the 3D, a lot of that. And then um, I noticed... When this happened, when we were kind of in the mines and stuff, that the frame rate is a bit different on this film compared to any other films I've watched. But it was only at certain times. Now, I'm sorry, this is a bit like probably not for the general audience that are probably not going to notice these things. But I noticed it and I'm wondering, is it something to do with the 3D effect? That the frame rate is high. It was definitely higher. It was the way it looked changed sometimes Uh, i just thought i'd add that in if anyone has any comments on that and that that was something i noticed anyway a lot load of people die but we don't know who they are they're just friends of people yeah right and then is your does your man come in then tom jensen 
just comes into the mine. He co- yeah, he comes in. And he just knows what's going on. Running away or something. And then he gets like knocked down. I think he, your man attacks him. Yeah. Knocks him down. The others get into the car. And the miner man throws his pickaxe. And oh, it, at the car. At yeah, the car, yeah, yeah. And it comes in the window. And it's 3D when it mm. comes in through. And it's like right in, fa- in front of your one's face. But you won't, why is your one up against the oh fucking Oh my God, screen? this was so funny. But did you not see the way it was set up? It was set up that she was at the front. Because, first of all, your one hadn't got the car started. I don't know why she hadn't started it. But yeah. maybe she didn't have the keys. I don't know. Uh, a woman car. Steve. But she pushed herself in. Anyway, this the friend, the other one. I keep, What's her name? Sarah? I think her name might be. Yeah. She pushes herself in, but she pushes herself in in front of the blonde one. It's really awkward. I was wondering, what are they at? The blonde one got because your the man didn't, wasn't in yet. And there was loads of room for him. Yeah. So she should have sat in the middle. Yeah. But instead yeah. she pushed herself in front of the blonde one over so that her head would be out a bit for when the thing threw, right? So yeah. that's why but she was that very, happened. Still very close, but it was still really close to the window screen and the pickaxe. And it was just ridiculous. Anyway, they drive off. They drive off and Miner Man turns around and Soldier Boy's there and he runs into the mine. So, like, they leave him. Yeah. Well, because the guy never liked them. Um, which guy? The. Uh, oh, yeah, we have to say guy. who's playing the other people. So, most, most of the women, unfortunately, I don't know them. Okay, I'm sorry. That's just that's happened. But Jamie King might be a familiar name to some people because it is to me. But I genuinely couldn't name a single thing that she's in. But she's playing Sarah. And then we have, yeah, Kara Smith, who is Axel. Axel. He's playing was Axel. He, okay, yeah, was he in. Final Destination. Was he in Final Destination? I think he was. I think he was too. And if he's not, then it's going to be some kind of... He was. He was in Final Destination. And he was in Dawson's Creek, seemingly, for a good while. Anyway, he... I do know him. He's in a lot of things. And if you look him up, for anyone who doesn't know, you will be familiar with him. Um, There is some... There's probably one or two other... Or there's actually a good few recognisable people, except for the two main women. I just... I'm not familiar with them. So, basically... We have Tom, who was with Sarah, and we have Axel, who was with Irene, the blonde one. And Tom is on his own now at this point because they have left him because they're terrible friends. So he's, yeah, fighting for his life against the miner. Yeah. And the miner is like standing over him, ready to like pick his head. <laughs> pick his head. <laughs> but then, no, gunshot. <gasps> and blood splatters on, your man, on Soldier Boy's face. And it's Tom Atkins and his old friend <laughs> yeah tom atkins and the other yeah the other cop man so tom atkins is obviously the sheriff and shoots him and then runs after harry and is shouting after him too to try and get him yeah so, and th- this is where the kid or the mine is caving in as well isn't it a bit? um it is it's kind of Stuff collapsing a slight yeah. little bit but not not overly not too much yeah. um and then you can clearly tell that tom jensen eccles has got severe ps PTSD from this like he's freaking out and then suddenly it's 10 years later 10 years later so 10 years 10 years have passed and everybody still looks the same the exact same even Tom <laughs> Atkins looks the same they didn't they didn't do anything like I think if you look at Tom Atkins he still looks the same now anyway. I think he kind of does actually anyway um, he's not the sheriff anymore and we have a new sheriff in town who is it? And it's the stupid 
Axel guy. <gasps> Axel. He's now the sheriff. Sheriff Axel. So they're and, the only um, survivors, aren't they? So it's the ones that got away in the car and your man, Tom. Yeah. Like, they're the only survivors. So then we find out that Axel is actually cheating on his wife. Um, they, But we figured out that your one who is, he's cheating with... What is her name? Her name is... Oh, her name is Megan in it, but her actual actress name is Megan Boone. And she is in um, Blacklist. Blacklist. We know her from Blacklist. <laughs> um, She's in stuff now, like... She's still fairly, fairly known. Still doing stuff. Yeah, and she was like super young in this. And anyway, they're cheating. They're in some kind of a shack run down fucking yoke. Yeah, I think, does he mention like it used to be his dad's or it something? It used to be his father's house or something. I think it's right beside the mine. Yeah. So the mines now are kind of run down and not really been used much or anything. Well, that... Not the house. Not anyway. that one. But no, there is a mine still. It's oh. still, it's still a mining town. It's still a mining town, but it's not like it used to be. No. Yeah, still mining the town, but not as it used to be. He's cheating. She's like, she gives him chocolates, doesn't she? Oh, she gives him like a valentine and a card. Yeah, and he and gives her And at the same no- time... He gives her nothing. Oh, he did. He did give her something, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I forgot about this. She was like, it's okay. You gave me something. You give me a baby. A baby. So it turns out she's pregnant. And oh, why is he not freaking out? Like, he's, he's married and he has like... I don't know. I think the whole relationship This is supposed thing, to be the red herring where he's... The whole relationship thing with him and the or your one, Sarah, is just ridiculous, I think. <laughs> like, what is going on? Anyway. um, Then we have... We're back to Tom Jensen Eccles, who is... Turn, he's in a motel. He's staying in a motel. Oh, yeah, he turns up at the motel and it's the little the little woman. Oh, yeah. No, but before this, he, he comes back and he's... Doesn't he go to your man and he's like telling him he's selling the mine because his dad died? I think that's it, after. Is it after? I thought it was before. Well, maybe it's before then. I don't know. Anyway, at some point he goes to your man and he's like, Why are you selling your dad? This is your dad's thing. He's like, Look, I'm just selling it. And then your man is like, Well, here, take your dad's ashes. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he goes to the motel and goes into a room. There's her boobers. There's her boobers next door. Um,. Yeah, next Some door there's a, there's a lot of just this was not. It's boobers for it's ten minutes of boobers. Yeah, well, not only boobers. Like she was nothing on that woman, <laughs> nothing on her, and um, like yeah, and it's not fair. Like you saw every bit of her, but the man you just saw the butt for like not even two seconds, which is just really shitty. <laughs> anyway these characters are not really oh wait no it is her it's Irene isn't it it's Irene yeah yeah it's your one from who you've already forgotten was even in the oh, fucking Jesus. film the blonde one five minutes and before. um she yeah it was with this guy this unrelated man trucker man oh yeah and he was like recording them and she's like give me that back and she ha- has a gun yeah and then she decides to go after him with the gun I mean she gets the gun but she doesn't Put on any shoes. Oh no, she has shoes on. She doesn't have shoes on. She does. I swear there's a scene when she's walking out, she's just in her bare feet. No, but there's a part where she she has shoes on. But I remember. We have to look back at that because I swear when she's walking out, right the moment she's walking out the door, she has no shoes on her. She's barefoot. She she does though after. Okay, uh, we have to we have to play that again and see. No, we don't. We do. (laughs) Uh, It's very important, Steve. Is it though? It is because no woman would do this is what I'm saying. They would have thrown something on themselves even if it was just like a dressing gown or whatever. Absolutely. Anyway, she goes after him in the nudie. 
and he's like, uh, "It's not even loaded." And opens the opens the truck door, and minor man is there. Yeah, and pickaxe in the top of the the egghead. And oh wait, how many? I meant to say before before that we get a weird clip of Tom Jensen, and he's kind of snooping around at the mines, at the doors of the mines and stuff. Remember, that's actually. That's actually during that time. I don't know when it's time, but I have it written in here. So I have the motel. You're one. You're one. I know he's there, but then it cuts at one point to him creeping around. In in the old mine. Yeah. With the, at the no, door. But he, he's not like he's not. He doesn't do anything. He's just standing there. I think it's to make it look like he's not there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's not in the room next door. Right. Like he's not there. Because I know there's, that there's, a, there's a part he's where he's gone like somewhere else. Opens I know. The door, I know. That's, that's not it. Okay. It's there's yeah there is a part, and then we get to where. This is where he's like at the mine. He's like, "What's that mine? You want me to kill people? <laughs> <laughs> but I can't." <laughs> that is then when the she's yeah running around. Uh yeah, so the minor man plunges the pickaxe into the man's head. Wait, I have I have here written 3D gun fling. Oh yeah, when your man says the gun's not loaded, she fires it and nothing happens, so she throws it at him and hits him in the face. And it's 3D. It's in 3D, yeah. Yes, that was really good. That was my favourite. <laughs> yeah, she just flung it, I remember now. And um. So she she runs inside to the motel reception. Yeah, she's running around. In her shoes. Yeah, okay, that, I'm interested <laughs> now. Uh, yeah, then she goes into the back room and hides under a bed. And did you, did you notice she went for the phone and then was like, oh no, and ran on. But she the phone was cordless. Oh my God. She could have picked, took it like. No way. So minor man comes in and he's like looking for her and stuff. And he. N- no, before that, the uh, little woman comes in. Oh no, no, he's in, he's in the room first. Oh, is he? Yeah, because she's looking for her dog. Yeah. And oh, sorry, the, he hides. Yes, he, you're the right. wardrobe door is open. She goes like, "Are you in there, dog?" And then he comes out with out with the pickaxe and basically pickaxe up through her head into the ceiling. <laughs> the poor little woman. And she's stuck there. She's hanging in there because he goes back to the bed. Yeah. And finds the one on her, and then he goes to get his pickaxe and pulls it out of her, and she her little her body just drops. drops. But it's obviously a doll. Like <laughs> I mean, so obvious. But I will say. Her scene was some of the worst acting I've ever seen from that little woman. I'm so sorry. But that particular scene, uh, at the beginning when she's introduced and she's talking to Jensen Eccles, like, that's fine. But it's when, this scene when she's looking for the dog and saying her lines there, it's terrible acting. God help her. <laughs> and then, anyway, we have the nudie woman now. She's still nude. She's still under the bed and she's still stuck. And But, you know, she's up now in the bed and she's using the bed, the bed frame great. as a, yeah. a shield. And he's like, Hitting in with the pickaxe, trying to get her. How's he get her? He just hits her and it gets through it, sure. Yeah. Like I there's, it was down at her stomach. Oh, it's the stomach, yeah. Because then next time you see her, she's in the, the bath, all like, cut cush. open, and her heart is gone. From 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 vag to throat. Steve. What it is though. Jesus Christ. How else are you gonna get the heart out? Anyway, um. <sighs> <laughs> There was a lot oh. of 3D moments with that particular bed frame scene yeah. because it was him with a pickaxe going through it a lot. Yeah. So that went on for, you know, 
a good bit. And then, anyway, the sheriff shows up, which is your man who was used to be his girlfriend. Like, they were girlfriend, boyfriend one time. Then we find out that your one, Sarah or whatever, she is with the sheriff now. Oh, because Soldier Boy goes to see her at the... Yeah. The, the store. So we find out that she's actually married to him and has a kid. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, Jensen, Tom, is just finding this out and it's like, oh, yeah. And apparently he just Still left... Like, it never said anything and just left. And she's very thick about this. But they're kind of obviously happy to see each other as well and stuff. And, um, yeah, that's really all of that. Um, so, they find the tape. They find the tape because your man recorded oh, yes. everything. Yeah. Um, so, watch it. is this where the uh, policeman officer comes in? Policeman officer. She comes in with the uh, the, ca- the heart box. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> The candy box. Yeah, I have that written down. I have Sheriff gets a bloody Valentine. Stupid woman carried it into him. <laughs> but she carries it in. It's like, here, this came for you. And then he barely touches with his finger and it's like, oh, there's, there's blood. blood all over it. Like, how did she bring it in and get nothing on it? So how, yeah, how did she not see the blood on it? Um, I think she was suspicious of the package and so was he. So why was she handling it the way... She was. It was just all really stupid. And he opens it and there's a lovely heart in there. And it's probably your one's obviously. Your one, obviously. And they're like, oh, this is like a message or whatever. Anyway. It's like, hey, I remember this Colin card from 10 years ago. And with the the footage then as well, they're like, Harry's back. You know. But how can it be him? And it has to be a copycat. And there's all the questions. Mm -hmm. So now we're, we have Tom going into the bar. Which oh, is yeah. Jensen Eccles going into the bar and all of the old timers are in the bar, including the old sheriff Tom Adkins and the friend. And um a fight basically breaks out. The, the really old man punches him. Yeah. <laughs> and um Cause, yeah, they're, cause they're, still, cause he wants to sell the, the mine. Yeah. And it's like all the people's jobs. It's gonna ruin the town, basically. Now there is a weird they are having a weird conversation about how they never found the killer. How they never found his body. Oh yeah. Yeah, they were having that conversation. See, this is another weird plot thing, because everyone's like, "Your man's dead," but then the two sheriffs are like, "Oh, we shot him, but we never found the body." I think they blamed the mine collapse on that. Yeah. But we find more about that later, anyway. Mm. There's a bar fight. There's a treaty punch. Um, it's probably more than one actually. <laughs> Tom Atkins is angry. And then... Get out of here, kid. Then we just cut to... Like, this is all very boring, I think. We cut to Axel and your one having a dispute over... Oh, domestic. Yeah. Um, because he found the old picture of her and Tom. Oh, because, oh, yeah, they took the picture at the mine then that time, ten yeah. years ago. And she still has it. And she's looking at it and he finds that she was looking at it. Why are you looking at him? Uh. <laughs> because <laughs> uh, he looks like soldier boy Um, and then of course Sarah starts talking to Tom again anyway and what a slut Steve he's married fucker he's cheating on her what the hell anyway this is just the worst relationship of all time <laughs> Um, I have it written here he talks to Sarah about the mine but like we don't know about his past, etc. We aren't showing any before plots. Oh yeah, yeah, like like it's not really heavily explained 
about Tom's past and how his family owns the mine and how like we we have no emotional investment in this at all. Like we don't care. Mm. Like and it's just kind of out. Of the, Neither does he. Yeah. Well, he doesn't care either. But then when he talks to Sarah, he he starts to think, oh, maybe about keeping it. And that's oh, when he, he says like, oh, so many people depend on this. Yeah. And then he, he decides to go to the mine to find your man. Oh, yeah, the, the man to talk to him about not selling it. Yeah, yeah. And um, this confused me because he goes to the mine and he wants to go down in it. And they're like, you're not you're not going down there. I'm not letting you down there. And he's saying, I've worked there all my life. I'm going down there. And then they give him the hard hat and everything and let him go down. Now, did you have somebody with him, which is one of the people he was fighting at the bar? Yeah. But would you be still qualified after 10 years to go down in a mine like that? No. Like, after ten, not like I don't. I really don't think so. I, you know, oh, but I suppose seeing as he is the son of the owner or whatever, maybe that changes well, now things. Oh, well, now owner. he's the owner. Sorry, yeah. yeah, okay, maybe things change. But look, I don't know. I just don't think that, that was right. So he goes down anyway, and he's getting flashbacks, and we're ha- we we're hearing mo- mostly like the voices and stuff of yeah. the day everything happened. And then the next minute, somebody pushes him into a cage because there's like a, a caged off area um, with just like supplies and things in it. Or is it a breaker or something like a an electric mm, thing or something? Maybe, something yeah, anyway. Shove him so. in there and locks him in there. And, and it's the minor man. It's the minor man. Um, Now, I will say this was probably one of my favorite like parts of the film. This was really, I think, well done because, well, obviously this is a spoiler review. We've spoiled it a lot, so we're going to really spoil it now if you haven't fucking watched it, you know what I mean? But, like, the thing is, he, he is obviously the killer. Huh? Um, I, I really liked this because you're showing, like, he's obviously having... Oh, the an, cop was the killer. He's obviously having an out-of-body experience, right? It's just, shut up, Steve. <laughs> And the way in which he, like, he, there's obviously he has two minds. He has this normal mind and he has this killer mind. And in his normal mind, he's viewing it as he's shoved in himself and he's locked himself in into this cage. And the killer, he's watching the killer oh, killing somebody, symbolism. but really it's him. It's a cage right? in his it's mind. It's not symbolism. It's a cage within his mind. Oh my God. It's man. just, I really like that. I think it's very well done. I really like you're you're seeing what he's seeing rather than what you're seeing well rather than just cutting away and you're not seeing anything at all like you're you're really seeing his point of view um and i mean specifically tom not the killer you're seeing tom's view of this horrible person and that has shoved him in here and he he can't help this man who has been murdered I think that's very well. I really love anything that ha anything with like a descent into Cage. madness. That's my favorite. My a lot of my favorite books are like that as well. Um, this scene though was very good for a film like this. But then obviously, they don't really do anything great after that. But I thought it was a good way of showing it. I mean, mm-hmm. it is a bit on the nose too. Seeing as they're putting them in a cage, you know what I mean. Yeah. But it's still, it's still, it's still good. Anyway. So then Minor Man goes to kill 
the other guy he came down with, mm-hmm. who's on the phone looking for the guy they came looking for. And basically, the 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 guy starts beating him up. <laughs> he starts beating up the minor man. The the old he guy. really tried to kick his ass. Yeah, like. and I will say that was pretty good. Like, cause he he got him on the ground and everything. Yeah. And then, but then the minor man was it kicks the pickaxe up and gets you in the in the head. So, bef- kind of during while that's happening, we realize that the minor friends are on the way. So his like workers, they're on the way. But it's just funny because I was writing it as we were watching it. So I have like, um, minor friends on the way. Then I have minor nearly gets your man, but he's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> the brilliant bit. Do you remember this bit? It's where he just starts like. Hitting them with the pickaxe. Uh, well, that, no, I'm thinking the bit after. Oh, oh right. yes. <laughs> so yeah, the 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 killer, uh, your man's what? dead in the ground, and the killer has his pickaxe, and he just like just keeps. Oh, he keeps stabbing in, and stabbing with the, the pickaxe like it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like about ten times, and then the uh, other workers come down, and to see the body, I go no. The guy comes up and checks his pulse. It's like the guy has fucking fifteen holes in him. <laughs> no, I think he's dead. But no, did you not remember? What? You ruined that now. Oh, did I? Because your man, <laughs> Jensen Tom, when he's in the cage, he's screaming, "Is he dead? Is he dead?" <laughs> yeah, he's asking them, "Is he dead?" And like, he just witnessed him absolutely get annihilated. But he's saying, "Is he dead?" Okay, um. So then, yeah, uh, Tom, basic Jensen Eccles, he says um, that it was Harry that did it. He saw Harry. He's like, it's Harry. And um, everyone's like, oh, my God, what, what's happening? And then this is when we get a real kind of wait, we, we get we get we go to the hospital. I just remember that because Tom needs to go to the hospital. He's in oh, the hospital. Yeah. He's getting patched up. Sarah sees him and she's like. What happened? And then um, they're talking. And is it the friend that's there as well? The the friend that is Tom's father. Oh, Tom, Tom's uh, father's friend. Yeah, he's there as well. So they're all kind of conversing. They're like, this was Harry. He did it. I saw him. And then they're like, no, he's dead. He can't have done it. And there's all this thing. And then the next minute. <laughs> the sheriff man just goes out from behind the curtain. I have to find that scene and I need to post that on Instagram because he just suddenly put it's just a uh, like a hospital curtain he just pulls it aside and there he is and behind him like there is a door to the like the right I suppose the left as we're looking at it but like we would have seen him walk out the door like the curtain wasn't covering the door if that makes sense and it was just, it was really good. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was so, it was, yeah, that was one of the best, the best scenes. Anyway, then they have all a big argument, him this, and this Tom. Where the, the sheriff is like, oh, you have secrets, don't you, old man? About what old really man. happened. Yes. And so, is this, yeah, we find wait, out. This... Wait, let me, let me just write, <laughs> let me say what I wrote, right? I've said, Axel behind the curtain, LMAO. <laughs> Jensen and a- Axel argue. Axel thinks Tom did it. Tom thinks Harry done it. We found out Harry was murdered by the sheriff and pals. So um, that's basically what I was writing down as we were watching this. But yeah, I, very confusing with the names here. So I'm sorry that we're switching so much. Hopefully that you can understand it. But yeah, we basically find out from the friend that Harry 
was shot he was killed but and not only that he was buried yeah um so by them. and all of them buried him 10 years ago so they go to find the body and again they're directing them to to it like in a forest mm-hmm. and they find the, the coming to the grave but the body's gone <sighs> i think he's risen um, and then I think they were having before that they were having a fight about whether he was dead when they buried him. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. It's so like then, then Tom is all like, he's not. I think Axel is like basically that Tom has done this, brings him to the station, and then Tom is like, I'm not selling the mine and I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and that he he wants Sarah or whatever, pretty much. But. Where's the point? Is this before or after he's at the mine and finds the old house? No, this is before. This, okay. Yeah, we're we're coming right to that now. All right. So maybe shut your mouth, you know. You shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Axel is really pissed off by all of this. He's just in a in a state of pissed off all constantly all the time. He's really annoying. And I don't like him. Uh, anyway, then Tom starts to go for the hunt for Harry. He's like, I saw Harry. I saw him do this. I'm going to hunt for him and find him myself. And so then he goes wandering down to the mines. Um, he goes to the mine door and it like opens. I think he opened it, but he closed it again. But then and like, it slowly he opens again. And, opens. and he but... takes some pills. So we see oh, yeah, him like taking, taking pills, pills quite throughout. throughout it. Yeah, for like his anxiety or whatever is going on. Um, he also like he dry swallows the pills. Mm. And I hate this. This is one of my biggest pet peeves in films because there's no way. You can dry you, swallow them. Have you never... Pills. Dry swallowed pills. I don't think so, no. I have. But like I... Have you? Oh, yeah. Like what? Be like Norfen or that. Well, they've got... Okay, Norfen have got sugary coating. Mm. Have you done it with like anything like Panadol or whatever that doesn't have I that coating? I think I did do a Panadol before. I've never done it. Oh my God, I think I'd choke and die. <laughs> and it would be absolutely disgusting. The taste that would be in your mouth afterwards disgusting Disgusting. and also maybe it's because maybe I have a bit of PTSD seeing as I nearly choked twice as a child and died so um, I don't like to do that what why how did you nearly choke as a child well I was eating like you know a soft mint you know one of those oh the softest of all mints (laughs) no they're not though until you bite into them and chew them you know what I mean like they're little (laughs) shiny and whatever and I was on the train and I breathed it in because I was laughing (gasps) and then it got stuck and I couldn't breathe and nobody would help did you get a thump on the back no Irish person on that train would help Steve it was a I think a Chinese man he was the only one that would help. Like, I I went blue. Like, it was real bad. Mammy tell you, she got an awful fright. Why didn't she She was help? whacking my back. She was trying to get it. she's Irish. That's why she yeah. didn't help you. <laughs> no. No, she was trying. She, like, really was trying to wind it out, you know? Yeah. But she didn't heim, do the... the heim, heim. And did your man do that? Uh, no, no. At this point, I think I had got it swallowed, but I was gulping for air. And he gave me, like, a drink of Lucasaid. Oh, okay. And he just was asking, were we okay and everything. And <laughs> Yeah, he was the only one. All the other Irish fuckers sitting. And I remember their faces. Isn't that mad? Because this was like years ago. I remember the faces oh, of 20... them all looking at me. No, I was like seven or something. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember, yeah, I just remember like the height of me and 
when I stood up, I could see everyone looking out from the seats down at me and just not helping. And I'm like, if that was, if I was on a train and that happened to a child beside me, I think I'd freak out. Like I would be, I would, I, well, yeah, I mean, everyone should know the, was it the Heim, Heimlich, Heimlich, Heimlich maneuver thing? Yeah. Like you, yeah, you'd try, wouldn't you? Well, if that happened, if a child started choking beside me on a train, I'd turn my music up higher. Anyway, then it happened again some other time that I forget, but I nearly, it was something. And then I had a real phobia of taking any tablets. So I used to just take Calpol all the time any time I was sick, up until like my teens, because I didn't like taking things. But now I take like... Well, I hope it's Calpol 6 plus. How many tablets do I take now? Like a million of them and just shove them in. Mm. But never without water, never without some kind of lubricant, because it is nasty to dry swallow any feckin' tablets, okay? Yeah, anyway. don't, don't go in dry, use lubricant. Tom is going around. Steve! <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> Tom is... Tom is going around investigating. He sees a light in the woods. Yeah, what was the light? I... That's a good fucking question. Like, a guy was with it a light his up there. inner... His inner self? Is it like, hi, soldier boy, up here, hey. Because... Like, it could have made sense that if it was, like, the sheriff fellow was just, like, knocking about. But the guy, it was, it looked like the guy, whoever had the light was, like, signaling him. So, at this point, we have to remember at this point that we don't know who the killer is, okay? That's that's number one. Mm. Also, we, we either know it's Tom or it's Axel. And it's trying to push you in the direction of Axel and not Tom. Mm. So, what Tom is seeing, I think, is just his subconscious, probably leading him there yeah like his like because obviously he has been to this house before i think that's it and he's probably seeing parts of himself leading him to that place mm-hmm. so i think we're we're looking at tom right now and he's seeing the echo of himself of when he was there before look don't fucking himself. laugh at me i'm trying to explain it <laughs> properly and i like this part of it Okay. <laughs> the echo of himself. <laughs> Shut up! What was I supposed to say? The bits of like <laughs> he's seeing Harry is what I'm saying. But Harry is him, do you know what I mean? Okay. Jesus Christ, Steve. <laughs> you explain that there. Himself. You explain it better than Guan. That's what I asked you. I didn't know who it was. I thought it was like man the sheriff is just knocking around there I'm giving my point I know you're giving your echoes I get but you. no it, it what couldn't have been the sheriff because it was clearly shining at him yeah. to make him follow it wasn't uh, somebody just walking through the woods you know and their light is kind of walking and shining you know what I mean yeah this was a directly shining at your man but to lead him there can an echo shine lights <sighs> I'm basically saying he's having an hallucination state <laughs> that's leading him there. Okay, I'll say right? that. <laughs> God almighty. <laughs> Echo. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Anyway, he finds a house and all these cabins and buildings and houses and which aren't really explained either. I don't understand. Like, did they move? I don't know. Anyway, look, um, he, he finds the place where... The, the love nest, basically. Jesus, nice one. frightened the life out of me. Give it to me about my phone. That's not, wasn't my phone, actually. It was my computer, oh, so fuck you. Um, what was I saying? Echoes. Yeah, he finds the house. Shut up. 
Yeah. Where the sheriff and your one are having the affair and she finds the box of chocolates and the card. Why 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 is the sheriff and your one banging in this old dilapidated house? Like what the fuck? And they've got nowhere else to go. It's like it's, it's so terrible. It's like uh, Oh no, he he moves the box and what's in it? A rat eating the chocolates. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh little rat. Wait, did <laughs> I have that written? I do <laughs> I said little rat in house with Valentine chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> that was an important one to write down but no what were you saying the sheriff they've nowhere where else could they go to have their affair I don't know out out of town but like I mean out of town the effort of that like when they've got this <laughs> d- dilapidated rat infested house oh yeah, what, what, what's better than having an affair without the risk of getting fucking hepatitis <sighs> off the bed like okay can you stop moving your legs and stop no, dragging? No, I have to move. Stop dragging stop your this. feet across stop the floor this. because the sound stop will be on, pick up. Stop it. I'll do my best. You're fidgeting. You won't stop. How is it I can like move and I can express myself without hitting You're not sitting on a feckin hitting You're not sitting on an uncomfortable Steve, stool. I have fibromyalgia. I, no I am uncomfortable. I have no back support. I have no back support. Sorry if I'm doing my I'm legs and stretch out like. I'm oh sitting forward. You're going to fuck it. Stop it. Plus, it wasn't my legs that was moving. It was just an echo. It was your shoes. Stop it. Fucking hell, Steve. Stop scratching yourself. I'm not. You are. You're scratching. I'm what not. are you doing? I sat like this. Stop. <laughs> I'm just covered. <laughs> okay. You'll have fun editing this tonight. I have 3D shotgun written down. What happened? What's that about? Oh, oh it's because so you your man. Yeah, he's in his house drunk. So the old man, that's the friend of Tom and Tom's father, who has passed, obviously. He's... Why are you touching it again? Nothing. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. <laughs> uh, I'm losing the will now. How long? Look, this is going on for ages. And there's still tons left. It's going to be as long as the film. Um. Okay, you continue there. He's he's Where in his we? house. He's in his house and he hears the noise. He's drunk. And he hears a noise and he picks up the, the biggest shotgun you've ever seen. Oh, it's a massive shotgun. <laughs> but he's flying, he's flinging it around and it's in 3D. Oh, yeah. He's like, he got, yeah, is he, he, yeah, he's outside like singing it. Like, who's out there? Uh, is it you, Harry? Uh, and then he goes back in and he's attacked by the minor guy. I can't remember. Does he get a shot off or anything like that? I don't know because at this same moment of when Harry appears and makes a big noise, I think Merle got a fright. Oh yeah. So Merle is our dog. I think I think he got a fright because he jumped at the same time, and then I think he might. Oh, I think he distracted us, yeah. so we're not actually sure what happened there. Anyway, so yeah, he knocks the old man to the ground and then swings the pickaxe, but the old man moves. Oh yeah, but I have a written here. He can fairly move for an old man. Very like, very sprightly for a drunk. Oh my god! Like he like he really moved really swiftly, like to the sides. So they won't get hit with that pick. Yeah, and then but like, anyway, it's no but good. Then, yeah, the pick is like stuck in the ground. So if you've ever seen a pickaxe or used one, you know it has like two ends. Two ends to the pick. Depending on the one, I remember one like that had and like one was like kind of like flat part, and the other side was the pointy part. Right. Yes. Yeah, but this pickaxe seems to have like two points. Two points. Anyway, um, yeah, so he gets the old man and then he's like going, holding his head, pushing it towards the pickaxe and it's like it just, the pickaxe is in 3D again. But oh, yeah. Like it goes on so long. It does. Just like showing, it's like pushing him, now it's on the pickaxe, him, pickaxe, him, pickaxe. I have, finally. I have written, not the slow descent into the pick with his eye. Because <laughs> <And laughs> that's what happens, it's just like slowly. Uh, gets him close enough and then is, what is it, boot to the the back of the head yeah. into it 
Yeah, like he would have been better if he had gotten with that first swing. I think it would have been better mm. for him. Anyway, then. So yeah, we're at the. We're at the. We're at the. Basically, the wife the Sarah. Store. She works at the store, but so does Megan, who is her husband's mistress. Mm. So they actually work together, and um. Anyway, there's weird noises happening in the store while they're doing stuff, and then they start getting hunted in the store. And the lights go out. And then, oh my God, there he is down one of the aisles. Mm. And then they're running. They're running. And, and they split up at one point. Why don't they run out? Okay. I'll just skip ahead this part. Mm. We'll come back. But like when your one finally goes out the front door, it's not even locked. She opens straight away. And they were mm. right by that fucking door. Why didn't they, they go were. out? Idiots. And uh, anyway, look, they run down the know. aisle. Um, you and Sarah gets attacked and thrown into a fridge. She No, she trips. Remember? Yeah. We were real annoyed about that because they always trip. No, she trips after she gets away this time. Because oh. she decides, instead of running straight down following you, the other one, she decides to go right where your man is. And then I think he gets her and swings a pickaxe and breaks the glass. But then he just grabs her and throws her into the other glass door of the fridge. Look, I don't know. I don't know. I'm losing the will to live at this point. Anyway, she gets away and she goes down and she trips and he's about to like drop the axe, the pickaxe on her. And then you know, one Megan swings a mop and hits him. Yeah. And then they run off. But this part, when they're running into this room, mm. it's just Megan constantly screaming. Oh, yeah. Like, she just screams. screaming all the time. Like, screaming, screaming. She wouldn't stop screaming. And they get into a room. So, it's like the office room or Back whatever. Off. Yeah. And, like, it's got it's got a window, but there's fucking, like, wire on the window. Yeah. Like, it's locked. It's like um, a metal grate. A grating. And so... Um, Sarah's like oh the here's the keys oh they're pushing like the filing cabinets and the yeah. the desk against the door and, and Megan has the key baiting on it with his pickaxe she's trying to open with the key and she's panicking can't get it open finally gets it open and um, <laughs> your one Megan starts going out the window really but, awkwardly like she what way she starts she nearly like starts like leg and you know the way you put your leg out and then your head but then she turns at the same time so her head is back in and it's like the most awkward way it's like just dive head first you're, you're on the ground floor like you're you'll be it was away. really fucking stupid <laughs> anyway he stops at the door and they're like well where is he and then he comes around and he grabs Megan from he got there quick I where did he where, I don't know where like where's these doors I don't know okay but then yeah she gets dragged out anyway and being killed and then she decides Dido and Sarah is like Oh, there's the police alarm right by the door I just came in and blocked up. Oh, so I'd set that off now. No, yeah. Maybe she thought she wasn't in any real danger until she was like, oh no, he is actually going to kill. I, look, I don't, I don't fucking know. The police. And then, yeah, she goes back out and she goes out the front door and meets her husband. Mm. And like straight out the door, she doesn't unlock it, it's open. Yeah, so I don't, I look, I don't know. And then they come round the side to see if Megan is still all right. Like, I think, you know. And he says, don't, like, don't look, don't come up. And she just walks right up like, what, what? <laughs> and then sees your one dead and she's, like, disemboweled or whatever. Her heart's her heart gone. Her heart is out. And, um, yeah. There's a message on the wall. Oh, there is, yeah. What was it? Oh, something like... I didn't write it down. Be, be my Valentine forever. Oh, yeah. It was, what, it was what was wrote in the card. Okay. To, to your man. Then we cut to the house. So it's Sarah and Axel's house and the kid. Oh, there's a police 
policeman officer outside. Yeah, just watching the house. But not watching the house because she's reading the paper. She's reading the paper. But um, he kills the nanny, which is just... Yeah. But like, it's like, he, nanny. he's in. He goes in and then Tom Atkins turns up. He's like, he's in the house. He's like, how do you know? Where do you come yeah. from? He comes out of nowhere. And how did he know he was in the house? We're, yeah. That's a mystery. We maybe, don't maybe, know. maybe he's like the Sam, they... Sam Loomis character from Halloween. He's just, he just knows he's in the mind. Of... Oh, wait. I think the thing was Axel and Sarah were figuring out that the, he was going after people who knew mm. who he who knew them or whatever. That's what they were figuring out. And then he must have contacted them and said to watch the house and to get to the house because he might try and kill them there. But we don't see any of this. It just kind of cuts to it. Yeah. So, like, why is Tom Atkins there? I don't know. Okay. But wait, this is where we have, like, the hot fuzz parts. Remember I said to you, like, yes. no look finding them killers then. Uh, yeah, yeah, no look finding them killers then. And then I said, <laughs> just the one killer, actually. <laughs> yeah, and then this is where Tom Atkins gets the pickaxe up through his... Is his jaw? Through, chin. His chin, his chin yeah. Like, like in hot fuzz. Like in hot fuzz. And... Um, but I was like, oh, maybe he'll live. And then, no, he pulls off his jaw, so he dies. And the bits of the jaw fly at the screen. Oh, and then 3D. the nanny was in the dryer all melted. Oh, this this is the most disappointing part. Because the kid, at the beginning of the oh, film... Oh, yeah, you don't know. There's the news voiceover is like, oh, he killed men, women and children. And I'm like, show me the dead kids. <laughs> and here's the part. Here's the part you can kill the kid. Like, kill the kid in an awesome way. Yeah. It's like, just, I want to see a good child death. Well, Steve, but he wasn't. But he anyway. was fucking, like... Um, I have written down stupid child is still there. <laughs> <laughs> Melted nanny in the dryer. Um, oh, and his, when he when he killed Tom Atkins, the jaw, like, goes flying, like, in that. 3D. Oh, sorry, did you say that? I said that, Oh, yeah. I'm not listening. I'm not here at all. Um, the other thing was the nanny in the dryer. Apparently that may or may not be in the original. Oh yeah, I read this. It was just like, well, the things falling down or something. I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't know, but I just thought I'd mention it. Just, just that obviously we're not doing any comparisons to the original because we haven't seen it. There is a director's cut to this. To this one? Yeah, there's a director's cut version. I don't know what extras in it. Anyway. And then we cut to... Tom, so Jensen Eccles, and he suddenly doesn't think it's Harry anymore, because all this time he was like it's Harry. Harry's back. Oh, he gets Harry. Harry he gets the one and is driving her to the the house. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, so he gets Sarah, and then they go off, and then he's saying it's it's Axel. He he has something to show Sarah. Tom thinks it's Axel, but then Axel brings her and says that it's Tom. Oh, and with the unbelievable news, because yeah, the his his partner guy says like, oh, we found this out, and I turned to you and I said he was in a mental. He was in a mental. And then yeah. Yeah, and then it turns out oh right okay Tom had done some time in a in a mental in a mental institution, um so. Yeah, it's it's basically this thing of is Axel is a Tom who can she trust. She can't trust either, either. But she's in the car with Tom right now and she decides to run them off the road because that's so smart. <laughs> Runs into a tree and then there's a 3D tree branch. 3D tree branch. Yeah. 3D. That's hard. That's hard to say. 3D tree branch. Oh no, I said it very easy there. Thank. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets away. She runs off then into the trees but Tom is like 
you know he falls out with a car or whatever now this was one of those times when the scene was so funny because he he drags himself out all exhausted whatever but every time there was scenes like that with tom jensen eccles it made me i all every time i just thought he was gonna shout sammy sammy who's sammy sammy from supernatural like every time i just thought he was gonna do that like i kept thinking of dean and supernatural it was just kind of where i went i will say though he did play this character a bit more different stupid kind of um (laughs) compared to dean his acting in supernatural is a lot better than this like a lot god help him in this but that there wasn't much to work on in this was there for him anyway she goes to oh she finds the old house she finds the house yeah she finds the old house this is where she opens the wardrobe and it's delicious trays of chocolates like a hundred hundred oh, boxes hundreds. of chocolates fall out all these boxes of heart shaped chocolate boxes <laughs> and um delicious um but obviously this is not great so then the killer walks in dun 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 but it's like the killer killer he's done up and oh, we should probably have mentioned that the killer is in like over is he in overalls what's the minor gear it's in minor, minor gear, gear. He yeah has, he has the mask and he has the mask like you know the gas kind of mask yeah minor mask and the pickaxe yeah oh, i the, probably the, should have said that at the beginning the helmet with the light on oh it. the helmet with the light on it too yeah and um well done nobody knew what we were talking about all this time no no they didn't but that's the killer that's what the killer looks like he walks in trying to kill her in the house blah 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 she jumps out the window <sighs> she runs back to the mine like why like I, I said this to Steve like I was like oh she's just gonna run into the mine isn't she and you were like yeah of course of course it has to end where it began anyway runs back to the mine this is so funny because it's like the first part of the mine is like the lockers room or whatever and she runs in oh, there yeah. and there's like clothes hanging on like lines of clothes you know what I mean yeah. like they're drying or whatever but suddenly all these minor outfits start dropping down in front of her and behind <laughs> her like they just drop from the ceiling like I, I don't know where these are hanging first of all and I also don't know how they like control themselves and down like that like what was causing them to fall it was just really hilarious and stupid killer is back she runs deeper into the mine of course where she has a gun at some point where did she get that I don't know. I think that's Axel's gun, is it not? Yeah, where did she get that, though? I but that's when Axel later, is it not? I don't know. That's a good question, actually. Um, I'm confused as to how he knows where she's going because, like, this is a mine. But somehow she he's able to follow where she goes. But, then, yeah, she's been followed by the, the minor killer, fella. And by Axel. And by Axel. But we don't know which is which. Cause... Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, basically... We lose track. Oh, sorry. I talked and burped at the same time. We lose track of the 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 minor killer, and we find we we come across Axel and Tom, both of them. Yeah, they appear. She, but yeah, but she's a gun. I can't remember where she got the gun. But uh, she thinks it's him. Like... And is pointing a gun at him. Yeah, she yeah. thinks it's Axel. And then Soldier Boy's like, shoot, shoot him. And Sheriff Man is like, no, shoot Soldier Boy. Wait, go back for a minute. I have something important written here. Oh. Do you think, of all of the films, like, and a lot of horror films and stuff, 
and obviously this isn't the best of them at all, but wasn't it fairly well lit up? It was, yeah. For, for a mine. For a mine, yeah. Like, the difference... If the f- a film like this was made now, it would be pitch black. It would be so dark in mm. the mines and everything like this. But in the mines this time, it was like... It was very lit up. Like, they lit everything up. Well, they, may have like, lit, they may have lit it up a bit too much, well, I then, think. If this was, like, done 3D, it makes sense to have it bright because if you're wearing the fucking sunglasses... In the cinema, it's going to darken a anyway. Why do you always call them sunglasses? They wouldn't have been sunglasses at that time. They would have been the red and the green or the red and the blue. No, this is 2009. This is when they had the sunglasses. Steve, I literally Googled it and I showed you. That was the DVD. The DVD, yeah. Yeah. I saw Coraline in the cinema with the sunglasses ones. And you have Coraline there on Blu-ray with the red and green. What are you talking glasses. about then? I'm talking about 3D. This came out in the cinema at the time of the Sunglass 3D. But when it's released on home, because nobody had could afford a fucking 3D TV, the, the 3D was done in the... Alright, why didn't you say well, that? I did say that. You didn't explain that to you me. You did. At all, Steve. Also, Steve. you should have seen her when she said, why did you say that? She did like the head, <laughs> the head tilt thing. <laughs> why did you say that? Why didn't you I say did that? I did say that. You didn't. I even explained about the Coraline thing. <laughs> you didn't. We had a big argument oh about this, God. Steve. And you never said it clear like that. You, and you're going back over this edit and listen to me. No. Yes. No, it was still there. It was when we watched it. After we watched it, you were telling me about it. Not on this. Telling you about what? About the glasses. I don't know what you're talking about. Why don't you fuck off, Steve? When we stopped watching the film and yeah. I wanted to get the DVD... No, you want the DVD before you've even seen the fucking film. No, and yeah, but remember I was telling you about the come with the glasses and you were yeah. like, no, it'll be the stupid sunglasses. Yeah. And I was like, no, it's not. It's the proper red green glasses. And you were like, no, it's not. And I was like, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, but I'm telling you, it was lit bright because they knew it was going to be dark in the cinema with those glasses on watching in 3D. Fine. So you wouldn't have seen anything anyway. No, you would have seen it because it was lit up really Yes, well. I mean, that's why it was lit up. Okay, fine. Okay. Jesus Christ. Okay. Anyway, guns. Ugh. Everyone doesn't know who who is who and she's pointing the gun. Where did she get the gun? don't know. I am still confused about that now, actually. Do you know what? You, you buy it off eBay and watch it in 3D and look for fine. a card. I will. Um, Stop but hitting that. Where did, she, your foot away. where did she mention to the sheriff about all the chocolates? Does she, she does say it to him. Does she not meet him in oh, the no, house? Does she? No, she doesn't meet First. him in the house. No. You sure? No, no. No, he's not in the house at all. I thought he was. No. Are you sure? Does he not get knocked no. out the window? No, she throws herself out the window. I don't know what oh, you're wait, thinking of. Yeah, she does, yeah. Okay, I thought he was there. Anyway. Okay, you're too confusing now. Shut up. Okay. They're basically blaming each other. But then Axel says... Shoot us both. Shoot us both. Like, you might as well. Go ahead, shoot us, shoot us. But then Tom's like, what? No, I don't want to be shot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which, fair, I mean. Um, but Tom slips up. What does he say? He sees the, the killer behind her. No, no, he flips, fecks up before that. Does he? He knows that Megan is dead. And he knows the words that were above oh, her. Oh, yeah. And... She's like, how'd you know? Yeah, they're basically copping then. And then suddenly he sees Harry behind her. Now, this is <laughs> this is so badly done, I have to say. this I mean, a really interesting thing to do. Like, he's saying, 
there he is. There's Harry. Shoot. Like he's saying to Sarah, shoot him, shoot him quick. Turn around and shoot him. Um, but he all that time stands still. He does not move. Yeah. And Harry moves towards him, walks by Sarah, walks right in front of his face and still he's standing there shouting at her to shoot him. Yeah. It was really bizarre. Like, would he not have moved? Like, I would have been better if it pinned him back, you know, against the wall or whatever. Anyway, so we obviously know he's gone mental because they can't see Harry at all. And it's obviously Tom is hallucinating all of this. And then we get the big montage of him losing his mind. Um, basically looking in the mirror and his head spinning and all oh, that yeah. stuff. <laughs> but then, like we see, obviously when he was in the cage, he wasn't actually in the cage. He just put himself in there afterwards. Yeah. How he had the time to do all of this, how he was able to change clothes and where he hid the clothes um, is a good question. A lot of plot holes happening here. <laughs> anyway. Um, but then, yeah, he starts having a fight with Jermaine. Fight, fight, fight. Fighting the sheriff. Oh, he turns, but he turns into Harry while he's standing there. Yeah. Like, they kind of, they talk to him and then they're like, is Tom still there or something? Or is it Harry or something? And then he looks at him and it's like, oh, it's Harry. And then they fight, fight, fight. And then Axel is impaled. I don't know. Is it a stomach or something? With the pickaxe? Oh, yeah. He gets stabbed in the stomach. Yeah. And uh, she's standing away. there the whole fucking time. Pointing the gun at both of them. And doesn't, tr- doesn't shoot. <laughs> fucking stupid. Like, she was already to shoot the two of them a minute ago. Um, She but doesn't... Yeah, does he, run, he runs away now and she fires all the bullets. Hitting nothing. So, basically, what I have written here is... She doesn't shoot him until it's way too late. Now he comes back... Just shoot him. Yeah, so he walks away and then comes back down that mine, but he's he's hitting the light. Yeah. And he's slowly walking towards them. Now Axel has the gun, so he's the sheriff. Yeah. He, he could he, shoot him. Yeah. But no, they decide to run from him. They have the gun, but then we find out... They have one bullet They have left. one bullet left. For fuck's sake. And then, what is it? She pops out from the corner... And sh- yes. shoots. She shoots him. It goes through his side. Now, but it's all in 3D, remember? Yeah. It's definitely 3D. So it follows, the bullet's coming towards you the whole time. It's yeah. like, like in the Freakin' Unleash video. And it hits him. It does go through his it like, side. Through, yeah, and into the gas thing behind cylinder. him. And it blows up. And then, oh yeah, oh god, um, Axel is fine. He's wheeled out, isn't he? Oh, and they're like making up. And it's like, for fuck's sake, he cheated and she was thinking about going off with the mad fella. Like, are you, like, what's going on here? This is not a relationship they should be in. It's the Pina Colada song. It is. It's the Pina Colada song. Anyway, then um, we find out that they go into the mine and they find somebody alive in the mine. And while... Oh yeah, this is an interesting. I did like this. So the the view that we're getting from the the miner or the fireman or whoever it was that was going to rescue Tom or Jensen, um, where it's like we have the gla- we have the gas mask on us mm. or whatever, the safety mask thing on us, and then the pickaxe just goes right into it and kills him. Okay. So obviously, um, Tom kills this man, takes his outfit. 
and sneaks away. Yeah. Um. But Axel is like, oh, Tom is dead. But obviously Tom is not dead because he just walked out. And this is the end, basically. And we get like a clear setup for a sequel that never happened, I don't think. Mm, no. no. Uh, not even with a different actor or anything? I don't know. Unless there hasn't been ones, I don't think IMDb, so. But, do you know what I mean? Like when these comes out, nobody ever heard of? So like, then... Like Bambi 2? Uh, yeah, so clearly set up for a sequel. And then we have the end credits, which are is actually... The credits are rolling and you're following along on a mine, which is interesting. And then at the end, there's another 3D pickaxe thing of the killer. And then that's it. We did it. We did it. I did it. We got to the end. Oh my God. Anyway, Steve. Anyway. What is your rating? Oh. Um, like out of five. Um, like I'd say, like uh, I was expecting it to be worse. See, that was me too. I was expecting it to be so much worse. Now, you see, the problem is, <coughs> fuck. Is it because we have just seen Blood and Honey? Like that Winnie the Pooh was so bad that I actually felt this was kind of decent mm. um but also is it it's i think what i like about it as well is is it's of its time as well to be honest with you it feels earlier than 2009 to me yeah it feels more like 2000 that's the feelings i get from it yeah it's kind um, of a bit more so there's something kind of nostalgic about it as well because of the time it's set but yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't think it's terrible, but like, it kind of is terrible. <laughs> I don't know, it's kind of a, it's not a two and it's not a three, so it's in there. Mm-hmm. So, what are you rating it? Uh, two and a half. Right, I give it three. Huh. It's a definitely a three for me. I think I enjoyed it and a hell of a lot more than I thought, but my God, it's terrible. And like there's really bad plot holes and everything. With this, I would watch this over Blood and Honey. Yeah, well, definitely. Yeah, um, and yeah, the, that's the kind of general. Like I was looking at reviews on Letterboxd. So Letterboxd, both me and Steve have an account. If you want to follow us, you can. I log my movies all the time. Steve doesn't because he's stupid. Um, a lot of people log their movies and give reviews and everything like that. And yeah, it does be does be really good. Um. And a lot of people that are reviewing it have the same thoughts where they're just like, this was actually not as terrible as I thought, but also it's not good. Mm. <laughs> you know, and a lot of tree stars. So a lot of that kind of standard. Yeah, but there is a lot of plot holes though. <laughs> Isn't there? A lot of plot holes, a lot of echoes. And I don't really have many reviews to... Like, you know, I like to go through the reviews and sometimes they'd be funny and stuff. One I'm just seeing here, which is very interesting. Not a fan of movies made for, for pervs. For pervs. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it said not a fan of movies made by pervs. But I see now it's for pervs. You're a perv. Would you think it was made for pervs? No. Like, there's that one scene of the woman that's just fully naked and... She's been recorded, but like your man dies, well, she dies too. But you know what I mean? That's it. But like, after that, there is no like gratuitous anything. Yeah. So I, I'm that's confusing. Well, I suppose they're having that in the fair, but you don't actually see anything. No. 
Um, that's an w- interesting review. I wouldn't agree with that at all. I think that there is other movies out there. Um, Cough Cough, the Halloween remake, that is just too gratuitous with its like sexual violence and everything like that. This didn't have that hardly at all. Which which Halloween one? The remake, the Rob Zombie one. Oh, trash. Um. But then I don't really like the original either, so... You love the original. I don't, actually, so there you go. I love the third one, though. Um, Yeah, so there's not really that many great... Actually, this is a great review. And they gave it three stars, and they said, this movie was the first time I ever saw boobs. All right. Will we end with that? And you got to see them for, like, ten minutes. (laughs) Like, uh, is is it more gratuitous to show the one set of boobs for ten minutes, or to show... 10 different sets of boobs for one minute each look I don't know maybe just don't show them you know what I mean like there's no point to this other than for the male gaze like you know what I mean there's no other reason you're showing them sorry our dog is barking but you know deal with it Um, I do like this review the one time Jensen Eccles tried to claw his way out of Supernatural and this movie buried him deeper before he could scratch the surface <laughs> oh god help him he really Wait. He could not escape Supernatural. Yeah, because he's wearing the same fucking clothes. The exact same clothes. The exact same clothes. How many layers does he wear? Like four or five? Yeah. He's a vest. He's a t-shirt. He's a hoodie. And then he has a jacket over that. Yeah. Is he he just cold all the time? Well, you see, I know in for Supernatural, a lot of it was filmed in Toronto. So they actually would have been cold. Um, So, but I don't know where this was filmed. Could have been. I think it was like Pennsylvania. Could have been cold. Could have been. been could have been cold. Ah, she hit me now. Yeah, because you won't stop. You're still doing it. You're still fidgeting. You're still moving. I said that a sore stool. Can we finish? I need to keep get moving off. your legs. Yeah, because I'm getting Why sore. Why didn't you stand up? Because then you're like, "Why are you standing up? Sorry, you're standing up." Shut up. Also, um, Joe, we didn't mention it, but it shows the part like during the where we see him changing stuff. Do you want to figure out what's him? And, you know, he's looking in the mirror. It the shows montage. The he, goes, he goes to the, the where to bury the body and he finds, like, the mask and the pickaxe. Oh, yeah. He how actually, do you know who's there? He went to find it and... Oh, my God, how did he know? Look, is he, he mental have... or is he possessed? Uh, no, guy? I think he's... I think he's, like... But how does he know all this? I think he got, like... I think he's possessed. No, no, I don't think he's possessed. No, I think at the part where he, he's, he gets the blood put on him, the guy gets shot and the blood spatters in his face. He he swallowed some. That would have actually been a good idea. Yeah. I think, but no, this was definitely showing that he was gone loopy. I know, but how from does he, the how do you know where the, the, That is a good buried. question, but like you have to remember, they were sitting in the pub just saying all of this. So he could have probably found out from somebody that mm. that happened, that they didn't kill him. Look, there's plot holes. There's plot holes. Maybe. But um, look, we can, we won't think too hard into it. Oh my God, we're nearly two hours going. Ugh. All right, we have to end it now. <laughs> and I have to edit it. You join us, huh? You bitch. You were the one who went off giving out. I have to edit it. it, and you and you and you're fidgeting, and I have to go back and listen to it. Jesus well, Christ! It's it's half nine. I'm going to bed. <sighs> I'm going to bed. No, you'd stay up. No, you're editing it. You, no, you. no, you're going to do it. No, I'm going to bed. 
Right, we will be back next week. Maybe. Um, and we're going to be reviewing past, past lives. lives. Um, which hopefully won't be as long. This is very long. Pasta um, lives. I do wonder like how interesting it's going to be. So yeah, it'll be spoiler filled. So remember to watch it so that you can listen to it. Yeah. And that's it. We're going to say goodbye. Are you going to say bye? No. Bye. Bye.